Oh boy, welcome in. CHGO Bears post game show. Ooh. We are. Did you just boo me? <laughs> I, I I did. I just did you booed boo me you. or the Bears? I booed the Bears. Okay. And you. All right. So I'm blaming you. We are live at Uncle Bud's in Oak Lawn. We are here with Goose Island. We had a great time until we didn't. Unbelievable. I, I'm going to start off right away. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Greg Bragg Jr. with you after just an absolutely brutal Chicago Bears loss, a game in which they dominated brutal. one of the best teams in the NFC for 56 minutes, and they got their ass kicked in the final four. Brutal. Um, I think this is way worse than the Broncos' loss. There's way more on the line. I, way I, more. There's I, way more on the line. I can't and it's against do- a much better team, and they played better throughout. Like as well as they played in that Broncos game, like this was against a better opponent. They they were they were beating the Lions at their own game. This grit, all this stuff that they talk about in Detroit. They beat. They had the ball the entire time. They were kicking their ass the entire time, and then they just collapsed. They couldn't make the play. This is still I, until further notice. The Bears are a team that does not know how to win football games. You can point to a bunch of things down the stretch. Obviously, the defense had multiple chances to make a play that they had made all game long. You can point to the Bears on third and six, running the football, settling for a field goal, playing conservative. But I'm sitting here just stunned. You won the turnover battle. You three to nothing. One. Three to one. Oh, at the end. Yes. Tyler Scott. Tyler Scott had a fumble. Oh, so then two. Two. Well, two. Three. Yes. yes. That would be a strip sack. Yes. That would be two. <laughs> we not we also learned that Darnell Wright is very good at soccer. Uh, I don't I, I'm a little confused by not d- diving on the football there. But the fact that Oh, he had to preserve the cover. I okay, brother, the spread was seven and a half. That was a phenomenal job by Darnell Ray. What are you talking about? Okay, great, great kicking. It's the biggest play of the game. One of the great kicks of all time. I look, you had them thank you. You had them beat in time of possession, doubled them up. I'm sitting here just in in stunned disbelief that they lost that football game. I think like everybody else, but I I gotta tell you, I walked through the room here at Uncle Bud's, and I on the final drive, I'm like, stay up, stay up. There was not one person in here who actually thought the Bears were going to win once Detroit had Why? the football. Not, not a single Why person. Why should they? What, 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 yeah. what reason does this team I, ever give you to think that my, they're actually? My dad was my dad over there, Papa Hogue, legend over there, was talking. Well, the, he was he had the game in the bag when there was a two score. I'm like, how many games have you watched? I had it in the bag. This too. is not even close to being over. This was an unbelievable, pathetic turnaround. How did you lose that game? You, you, Jared Goff was the most confused quarterback in the history of the NFL for three quarters. And then all of a sudden in the fourth quarter, he just got super comfortable. And couldn't, he couldn't throw an incompletion if he tried. I, uh-huh. I, I, just, I, I really don't understand exactly how quickly that one turned, but I guess that's the NFL. That is super disappointing because I already had it like you in this one. Because, Carm, yeah. they had about six opportunities to make one play, just one play that you needed. Whether it's third and one, get the first down. They can't do that. They have to kick the field goal. Everyone can blame the coaches all they want, but you have to be able to get a fucking yard on third down. 
Right. And if, they can't do it. You so then they have to kick the field goal. You have to kick a field goal in that situation. No other coach would do anything different. You have to. Right. Because that makes them need it, uh, well, two touchdowns instead of a touchdown and a, and a field goal. That's a big difference. Yeah, but the players have to be able to get the first down there. Uh, and then Tremaine Edmonds can't make a tackle on the ne- on the ensuing drive. And I don't know if he got benched on that last drive or if all of a sudden he was hurt, but Jack Sanborn was in at the mic on that last drive, right. which maybe he should have been in there in the first place because Jack Sanborn doesn't miss that tackle. This guy's getting paid $80 million, can't make the tackle. I was walking around. Tyler the- Scott, why'd he slow down? I actually love that play call from Luke Getze. Take a shot. Didn't love the first down call. Second down, I understood they ran uh, a read option. Justin Fields hands it off. Fine. But the third down, all Tyler Scott has to do is keep running and the game's over. And he can't do it. But why are you calling that play maybe to Tyler Scott there in that situation? It's just they are a team that doesn't know how to make the game-clinching play. Over and over and over again, they prove the same thing. I would this, te- this, go, te- go this team, what, what pisses me off most is through three quarters, this was a statement game. This was a chance for Justin Fields, the coaching staff, this entire team to make a statement. And you know what the statement ended up being? That these coaches 1,000% need to be replaced when the season is over. You can talk about all the different little details where the players didn't execute, somebody dropping a pass, the player not getting a first down, having to settle for field goals, whatever. Games always come down to the end and how you're going to finish. Run, run, pass. Run, run, 80-yard home run ball deep shot is a Hail Mary chance to try to win a game. Justin Fields was the best player on the field the entire game. Give him three opportunities to win it, and instead you choose run, run in boxes that showed you should not be running up the middle, and then a deep shot to Tyler Scott where, like I said, it's a home run ball chance. All you need is two doubles or three singles, and they put all their eggs in the home run basket. And where I have the biggest issue is what we talked about in the pregame, demanding consistency from your quarterback, but not calling out your coaches for the exact same thing. Penalties, once again, putting this team behind the sticks time and again. That's discipline. That's coaching. That's execution. That's attention to detail. Those are coaching issues. So if you want to call out Justin Fields and say he needs to be more consistent, he showed what he's capable of today against a tough team. This coaching staff pissed down their leg once again, just like the Denver game, and that is why they should be replaced when the season is over, period. I have a $99.99 super chat from Farming Bear, our good friend Farming Bear. And he said, this should cement the coaches being gone. Every fan knew this was a loss when they kicked the final field goal. Too scared again. See, this is the problem, though, because, like, I get it. There, there, there was a lot of bad things that happened there in the, those last four minutes. But you could also point to the other 56 minutes. And, and I, I was sitting over here talking to Lawrence and saying that this might end up being one of the most impressive wins I've ever covered with this team. That's what it felt like and, for and a good 53, four, and, and, 54, 55 minutes. Keep going. And they look like a well-coached team for most of the game. And they look like a team that was on the, the cusp of getting over the hump. Let when, me ask you this. When Matt Eberflus keeps saying they're close. And then, and so all those things that you could point to as reasons for all this going well and to keep all these people around, 
But if you can't get over the edge and get the win, then I, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Let me ask you this. On the on the fourth down, fourth and one, they decide to kick the field goal. Not, do you think Dan Campbell kicks the field goal or does he go for it? Uh, you know the answer is he, he probably goes, goes for, for it, it because he's got yeah. balls. Yeah. Do you think that they do run, run, pass? On the final drive, well, see, and that's why I have more of a problem place. with that. I have a more, pro- I have more problem with that. Coaching. Yes, I don't hate the field goal because you, you're, you're forcing them to score two touchdowns with four minutes left, and your defense has been playing pretty well. You should be able to finish that. You should be able to finish. I don't hate the field goal. I hate that they couldn't get it on first. I get yeah, the first the down Lions on third down. We're in a similar situation at the end of the year against the Packers to knock them out of the playoffs. And Dan Campbell went, went for it and ended the game because yeah. Dan Campbell shows his players. But I don't, believe the game's in not you. over, though, if you get that. That's well, a huge but, difference. But that's the thing. It's not over. There's still four minutes. That's, that's the thing. You could still call an aggressive play throw the football on third and six versus running it. And then you still, you can still kick your field goal. It's the way they're approaching it. It's you, you are trying, this is where I get in the weeds. Look, you're, you're, you are trying to develop the quarterback. You've stated that he needs to be more consistent and everything else in these last seven games, which by the way, Justin Fields was exactly to me today. What Justin Fields has always been somebody who can beat you with his legs, has the ability to make big throws like he did to DJ Moore, which could not have been more beautiful. And he had some level of up and down. It wasn't perfect, but like, this is the guy I don't need to see anymore. I know exactly who he is. And he did it again today. And it's, and it's, and if you think you can win with that, then let's go. But see, this is where I would actually, uh, sorry, I forgot you off. I think he actually showed you more than what we already knew. Like this was, I agree. Uh, this was, I thought this was what? a Justin Fields statement game he, it, today. And then guess what? After, to, to, and I'm going to back you up here because after all those things that they said this week, Matt Eberflus, uh, Ryan Poles. Luke Getzey and the Ryan Poles in the pregame today, talking about what Justin Fields needs to show them, what he needs to prove them. They took the ball out of his hands right. at the Bingo. end of the game. Right, Bingo. that's what I'm saying. And that's bullshit. Right. I, I totally agree with that. You can't like, say all those things all week and then get, conservative and not let him go out and win the Justin, game. Even if that defense had gotten a stop at the end, Justin Fields deserved to end that game on his terms. And, and they'll probably sit there and maybe see this video and go, oh, well, we let him throw that ball deep to Tyler Scott at the end of the game. But to your point, that's like a Hail Mary. You didn't let him do it on first down. You didn't let him do it on second down. You didn't let him do it on third and six like you just said on the, on right. the possession before that. You could have called a different play there on fourth down. It, I I'm with you, man. You you can't say all those things during the week and then not let him go out there and prove it. Well, and, and to the coaching point, it's just a lack of a bigger perspective. You are three and seven. You're not that you're not trying to eke out the Super Bowl here. You are trying to develop a football team, trying to mealy your way into a win versus like, let's just see if he can make if our offense can make this play right now, win the game. That's the type of guy that you want as your leader, which if you are a, I want Justin Fields to be my bears quarterback guy. And you are a, I don't want this coaching staff to be here game as painful as it is that the bears lost the way they did today. Today's a good day for you. But the, that, quarter, the quarterback played well. The coaching staff but, did not distinguish this themselves. Is why I took exception. You said it was a nothing burger before the game. As far as what Ryan polls, you know, allegedly leaked to Ian Rappaport. Sources offering insight to the decision on what fields can be in order to, to show in order to beat remain Chicago's QB one. These were the criteria. Is this QB? Is this a QB who can win multiple championships? We already said how stupid that was. 
Can he be consistent enough in key moments like red zone and two-minute offense? Can he execute with the game on the line? You're tying one hand behind his back by telling him he only has one shot on third and long to do it with a deep ball. This is where I have a problem with Ryan Poles, who I'm a big Ryan Poles supporter. You guys know this. But don't sit here and call out Justin Fields for consistency. Ask him to win the game with the game on the line, win it, and don't put that same onus on your coaches. I don't care what it looks like to the other coaches in the league. I don't care what the media says about it. Call out everybody on the same standard. Well, I guarantee you that Ryan Poles watching this football game is happy with how his quarterback played. I would be very surprised if he wasn't. Now, he could have made more plays, but there's no way that Poles comes out as thinking, like, oh, that guy can't do it. I'd be stunned, right? I mean, could he have made more plays? Like, there's, there's yes, honestly yes, two things. Yes. No, okay, no, come without, on. Come on. No, no, come without come watching some throws. Let's not, let's not get No, crazy. there's two plays I had a problem with the entire game. Two. Okay. That's it. The overthrow to DJ Moore in the first half when he didn't even give him a chance in the end zone to catch it because mm-hmm. it was too overthrown. And then the other one was late in the game, second down, he didn't hit an obvious check down where they were light. And maybe that's why they got too conservative after that. But the very next play, he picked up the first down with his legs doing what Justin Fields does. Look, so that's I, it. What, look, I, those are literally the only two plays I can think of off the top of my head without what, going back and watching the film that he did anything wrong t- with today. Yeah, look, I do my grades after every game. Justin Fields is getting either an A minus or a B plus today for what he did. I thought, I thought the guy was fantastic. There were now were there balls where they were massively overthrown. Yes. Was he doing that on purpose? I don't think so on all of them, but the guy, he, Justin Fields is not the reason why the bears lost his football game today. And you can certainly point. The the downfield accuracy wasn't a hundred percent, but hitting DJ Morton more in stride for touchdown was a hell of a throw. Clearly the thumb is still going to be bugging him as the year goes on. Like I said, we understood the built-in excuses going into this game, but having not played for 35 days, playing with a thumb that's going to give you some discomfort and still being able to play the way he did. I, I, I'm, I can look past the couple of throws he didn't make to acknowledge how great of a game he had and should have had a W attached to it. He, he showed poise in the pocket. He stepped up. He had times where he delivered a ball while rushers are coming to his face and throwing over the middle. He had his best dance ever. That was a sick, that, that swag was, oh, was a good swag. Well, swag. The Duke is weighing in on this $200 from the Duke. Oh, badly coach teams do this. Fine. Justin Fields can't get a game saving drive to save his life, but that's the minor story today. Much more importantly, the coaches have to be fired. Get them out now. They're a cancer and need to be cut out before they further harm player development. The Duke weighs in. I am literally uh. going to drive to Ann Arbor and drag Jim Harbaugh to 1920 football drive. That might be illegal. You might get fired. And look, no, there's literally he not. gets kidnapping. Yeah. We're not. It's fine. I'm willing. The Bears are not hiring Jim Harbaugh. Look, they, they, no one, not literally one person is going to want to hear this and not even myself right now, but I'll just tell you this. <laughs> they, they are as much as you don't want to think it, see it, or even. Who we thought they were? No, they're they're get they're they're they are getting close. They are right there. Oh. The, the Lions had you loosed yes, it. I am. I'm floosing around. you the, the Lions had some horrendous losses before they turned it. Now I'm not saying. Look, would you? 
and we'll see what Detroit does when the when the money's on the line here. By the way, in the playoffs, Jared Goff certainly. I, if I'm a, a Lions fan today, I'm I'm, get, I'm a little more nervous as to what I'm going to get from my quarterback when when I'm in the playoffs, which the Lions probably are going to do for the but, first time in forever. But it, I'm just telling you that. Yeah, go ahead. But they, if you were if you were asking yourself in a moment of calm right now after a horrible loss, is the team? actually starting to come together into something better than what they were. I think the obvious answer yeah, is yes the, to that. But the bar was set so low. That's right. That's it's part a, of it. I, and my expectations are slightly above that. God forbid I expect them to win a game like this or the Denver game. I can acknowledge the little improvements and signs of life they have. But it's it, if you want to be the Lions of last year, at some point you got to turn the corner. Matt Eberflus has still not won back-to-back games in his tenure as head coach. He had yeah. Matt Eberflus has not beaten a team in the NFC North. That's what I was going to say. You can't have a press, you can't have a take the North press conference and then go zero and nine against the NFC North. By the way, Ryan Poles also has not beaten an that's NFC what I'm North saying. team. Yeah, you and know that's who gonna has? If that's going to be your message, you can't lose this game the way you lost Ryan. it. Yeah. yeah, you just can't. That could have been your message next Monday, but you got to win two in a row when, when you have a four, uh, a two score lead staring you in the face with oh, just over four minutes to go. And, that, and we're not even ta- we haven't even talked about how easy the defense gave up both those scores. Like they had played well the entire game. And then just completely two-minute two minute drive in the first was pretty easy. To- well, that's the thing. So the, the three of the touchdowns are two-minute drive at the end of the first half, and then basically two two-minute drives at the end of the game that were even less than two minutes because they were so fast. I mean, that that's a completely fair point. I mean, Matt Eberflus's defense, for all the progress, it's kind of the same thing. You can see this overall progress, but if you can't make the big play in the big moment, even in going back to the second the second quarter, I mean, Jalen Johnson, dude, you're going to talk all this talk. You got to make that play. You can't got drop a pick six. Got That's a 14-point swing right there. Right. Game over. Done and done. Bears win. And I I mean, I tweeted at the time, is that a $20 million drop? Because I, I, really, I, I honestly think if he makes that pick, the Bears win this game. He does this in the end zone again. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, got, it's, I got 20 bucks from the Duke that says also Jalen better get mentally prepared to accept the low end CB one high end CB two money after they review this tape stone hands. Well, he didn't I mean, have a good game overall. It was a great break on the ball. You just got to catch the football. And I don't know if that second touchdown was on uh, the second, to the last touchdown. I don't know if that was on him or Eddie Jackson. I look to me on the one angle. They showed that the safety has to carry that guy, but uh, not good, man. That was not a good game for Jalen Johnson, in my opinion. It, it wasn't, although I don't. Even if he does, and if I'm going to try to live in, in calm reality right now, I, I mean, I think Jalen's getting tagged, and so if he makes the player, doesn't make the play, it probably doesn't matter. He's, he's, I think this guy, I think he's back here on the tag next year. But like, if you, but that play for him. In, in, in his hopes of getting the Bears to come up on some contract would have been absolutely enormous outside of the fact that if you made that play, I think you can make a realistic deduction that the Bears would have won the football game. Uh, Larry Strickland, $20. Jalen just showed why he shouldn't get what he's asking for. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, look, Jalen's a very good football player. He's 24 years old. He's a leader in the locker room. I want Jalen Johnson on this football team. He should have made that play at the same time.
But Guy, guys, yeah. I have plenty of big super chats if you want me to just jump in or yep. you know wait. Yeah, keep going. I got I got seventy nine ninety nine. No, it's Australian, but I still think this is close to uh, American money. Uh, Neil Hayes. Neil. Play calling at the end showed zero confidence in the team to close it out. Coaching staff let the players down badly here. Coaches aren't learning, aren't improving enough with this BS. And then a 49.99er from Big Cram. Oh, my guy. We know Big Cram. Love you, Big Cram. He says, wow, just wow. Everything was good, going good, but this team simply doesn't know how to win. I don't know who to blame. The whole game, they dominated the lines. They even bit off more kneecaps. Nice to see shots down the field, though. Braxton Jones can't effing see. I don't know what happened with Braxton Jones when he got super upset. It might, they, apparently, he, do you have understanding of that one? I don't have an understanding, but there was some tweets coming from the stadium that his teammates were actually trying to get him off the field. I think they were worried about him. So I think he got, I think he probably got checked out for a concussion and yeah. then he got cleared and came back in. By the way, uh, that seven seventy nine ninety nine Australian uh, goes uh -oh. to $52. Okay, so that's still good. pretty that's good. good. We'll take, good. We'll, we appreciate pound. that, Nick. 5204. Thank you. 52.04. Uh, B2B Cody. Let me just get this one in. This is another 49.99. This team showed us today that with good coaching, they can be successful. There was solid coaching and great plays being made for 55 minutes. Then the coaches decided to throw the game. See, th this is where I'm struggling with the coaching staff. And I said this to Carm in the middle of the game. I, I have no evidence to suggest that this is a great coaching staff. But like there's that, that has not been proven and no one can make that argument with the uh, lack of wins that they have. But I'm also not convinced that they're horrible. L like there's there's plenty of good signs that they're they are making progress. Well, so but there, but because there's also there's no signs that says that they're outstanding. It's really hard to evaluate. So, OK, agreed. I will come with you. And I've, I would try to make the argument in the middle of the week. Matt Eberflus, we hear nothing bad coming out of that locker room. The Bears come out and they play hard every week. Flus has made the defense better. Sure, his press conference is horrible, are horrible and confusing. And but how much does that really matter? So you could point to, well, do they need? What about a different offensive coordinator? Would that make a difference? Has Getzi distinguished himself? I, I would say if you're trying to be. Look at like does does Flus have control of the team the team versus are they playing an offensive style that you want to completely lean into? A lot of the weeks the answer is the offensive style is a no, but it's a long way to point to the, the Bears really should be looking at this like, the way the Cubs look at their manager situation. You have David Ross, he's fine, but there's an elite guy out there in Craig Council. It's a tough decision. I like this guy. I don't want to fire him, but that guy's out there. I would hope that that's how they would look at their coaching staff decision in the offseason. Ryan Pulse clearly likes Matt Eberflus, and I don't think as bad as it feels right now that Eberflus is just the worst guy going ever, but I think he's middle of the road. So if you can get somebody who is it was closer to elite than closer to the middle, then you have to make that hard decision for with everything that's gone on. And we'll you know obviously we'll see if they'll do it. But that's so that's how I'd be looking at it if I was Ryan. He had to recognize. You said you asked everybody in the bar, do you think they're going to win? And nobody did. Not even Crystal. He has to recognize <laughs> Matt Eberflus. Had you want to take the field goal on fourth and short, go up two score, fine. But then when you have the game on the line, you have to feel the vibe of the moment and you have to attack that moment. You cannot play right into the lion's hand and go run, run past into the lion's den, right into the lion's well, okay, but den. The, how about this? This, this is the second down run call. 
it look it looks like an option to me, right? And Fields has the decision whether he's going to keep it himself or he's going to or he's going to hand it off. And to me, it looked like on that particular read that he just made the wrong read. There was a lot of room. Well, the they didn't show the right the replay the right replay to really see that. I couldn't tell who the read guy was, but and that's by the way what I, I would I'm totally okay with that play call. Just put the ball in Justin's hand. Let him decide if he wants if he wants to hand it off. If he wants to make try to make a play. I don't have any problem with that. I really don't. Right. I mean, it's on second down at the end of the game. Literally, all eleven men are in the box. Like nobody was spread up. It was it was a packed box. Fair enough. That's why we got to rewatch it and all that stuff. But I, it, it's more earlier when you're third and one. You don't get it. Okay. Are we going to be aggressive and go for it on fourth down? No, we're not. We're going to kick the field. Go third and six. Are we going to are we going to try to throw the ball down the field? Pick up a first down. No, we're not. We're going to run it. Last week, it's third and seven, and they let Tyson Bajan throw that pass to Mooney to ice the game. Right. What? Why Why is it Yeah. pass, pass, crazy deep ball? Now, again, I think that deep ball should have – I thought it was a good ball from Justin. Tyler's got, Tyler a Scott's got to run under it. Now, you can't have the fumble, and you can't have that. I mean, that's that's the kind of Does stuff that Marvin gets you Marvin Harrison inactive. Jr. run under that football? He's probably still running with it <laughs> right down right down Motown. I mean, Lane real, I mean he had the fumble – in a crucial moment where the Bears had momentum in the first half, and then he doesn't run under the football to win the game. That's brutal. That's the kind of stuff that gets you inactive. But how many former wide receiver draft picks can you have inactive in one week? Right, right, right. Let's get Bayless back up. I'm sure he would have run under that with no problem whatsoever and hauled it in and not sat down in the end zone and had it hit off his face. Then, then again, you want to know what the worst beat of the day was? Not that I actually bet it, but. Remember my over/under or prop bets? It's forty-seven and a half. No, Darnell Mooney, twenty-four and a half. Oh God! Receiving yards. He had one catch for twenty-four yards. Oh my God! That's, Vegas is—they're so they're good. weird like that. But how does he only have one catch? I don't know. But thank you to Montez Sweat for getting a sack and paying paying that off. And um, I don't want to admit what I did, but early on in this game, when uh, the Bears were out early, I took the Lions minus two and a half, and I don't know how the hell I just won that bet, but I did. I was I was damn happy to lose it. The whole I'm like, all right, fine, I lost that one, no problem. Bears won. We're back in this. We beat Minnesota next week. We're going to see on the graph. We're going to see in the hunt five and seven with Detroit coming in. Like it was, it felt like you were. They literally were going to turn the season into interesting. Yes. Yeah. No, that's why I think this one hurts so much. And and now you ju- you just. This just seems like I, I can't. I cannot see how Matty Eberflus sleeps a single minute tonight. I mean, you got to be sick. I, I, I mean, this was the, the the signature win. Honestly, one of the best wins that they would that they've had in years. And yeah, right. And, and and to your point, I think it turns potentially turns everything around. Like this was this was exactly the type of performance that they needed, that Justin Fields needed, that Matt, or pregame, when you said this is more than about Fields, it's about Flues, it's about Poles, it's about Getze. This is what they all needed to get over the hump. All of a sudden, next week in Minnesota looks winnable. Then you got to buy. It, what a gut punch. What an absolute missed opportunity. I just, and can you recover from it? There's no reason why they can't come out with the same energy next Monday as they played with today. They probably will. I mean, most of these games, if there's one thing to give Flus credit for, I mean, no matter how bad they lose these things, they, they typically, yeah, other than this Chiefs game, they they seem to come back strong. So They did it earlier in the year so after the Broncos. Field, but that's what I'm lost. saying. So after the Washington game, 
which was Fields' best game of his career, or one of his best games of his career. You follow it up against Minnesota thinking they're going to carry that over, and everything came out the gate sputtering. So now Justin Fields has had another great game in his career. You play Minnesota next week, and to me, you've, you've got to be able to come off uh, and, and play the same kind of way. And if you don't, that's an indictment. All right, we'll take a, a quick break here, reset some things. Uh, we'll have Nick coming up from Detroit. He's covering the press conferences right now. Uh, looks like Flus is talking to the media right now. I'm sure that's very entertaining. There won't be anything dramatic that comes from that press conference. Um, Midtown, what I want to tell you about Midtown Athletic Clubs. You got it. We love Midtown. So do they I. have four Chicago land locations. <laughs> love it. Palatine, Bannockburn, Willowbrook, and Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. I'm headed to the Bannockburn location tomorrow, actually. I'm looking forward to going and checking out that club. Haven't been there yet. Um, the one downtown, though, how can you just can't miss it? It's it's outstanding. And uh, for those of you maybe looking at the Palatine location, They've launched a multi-million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete in early 2024. Listeners can lock in favorable rates if they join before the end of the year. Uh, and all these clubs have something for every everyone, whether you're single, whether you got a family with kids, they got kids areas, you can drop the kids off, get uh, you know childcare for a couple hours while you work out, people looking to make lifestyle changes, uh, holistic wellness, and these are all reasons why Midtown is awesome. They have amazing club features like the super luxe locker rooms, amazing outdoor and indoor pools and hot tubs, uh, fitness studios with more than 100 classes per week included in your membership. And really, they go above and beyond with everything, plus the best tennis courts, as Carm will tell you, and programming in the sport. Midtown is indoor and outdoor tennis, pickleball and paddle tennis, USTA. Pickleball. You know what they got over there, too, that you're going to love? They've got boxing. They have a legit boxing ah, class. Sweet like there's, there's like 12 heavy bags. Why would I love that? Because you've got a lot of anger. Well, I do right now. Yes. Yeah, it'll be good for yeah. you. Get it out. Get them in your neck. Mm -hmm. Get that thing going on. There you Neck's go. good. Yeah. Low back's been an issue. All right. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Head over to midtown.com slash CHO. That's the link we want you to go to. Uh, check it out. Support them. Midtown.com slash CHO. Find out more and a tour of the Midtown Athletic Club near you. And are you in the market for the new vehicle? If you are, phenomenal news right here for you. We're on the same team as Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram in Fox Lake. In fact, we're going to be up there on Tuesday for yes, a moment. Yes, we are. Super looking forward to that. At Ray CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. I was up there. I was driving the Blazer EV. Oh, you checked that one? Oh. Yeah. Woof. Woof. I remember, nice. I remember a certain, uh, nice. a certain Bulls player used to wear them uh, or used to have a, a blazer, right? Hey Michael, is that yeah. your blazer? There it is. Yep. And right now during the Black Friday sell sales event at Ray CDJR and Fox, like 0% financing is now available on select new models all month long. That's not all, though. Just for listening right here, right now. Thank you, by the way. Hit that subscribe button. Turn notifications on. We're here Monday through Friday at noon, and for all your pre and post, and anytime there's Bears news, we're going. But right now, just for listening, you can get a free oil change when you mention CHGO at the service center or mention CHGO when you book online at RayCDJR slash service. You hear that? I mean, free oil change. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they're the only team that we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 
in Fox Lake. For more information, visit RayCDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com. Serving the community since... 1963. 1963. I can't think of anything better than Tuesday coming out to the dealership, see, watching the CHGO Bear Show, get an oil change while you're there. Yeah, exactly A free right. oil change. They're offering yeah. free oil changes. And or it's amazing. If you don't have a car and you're thinking about buying a car, you can take the Metro that drops you off in Fox, like literally right and next to the dealership. Yeah. You could buy a car, drive on out of there. Or if you you know want to think about it further, you can, you know, take the train back out of there and then you come back and you and you buy it a, a week later. Lots of lots of options for I'm you. I'd say buy, buy it. I'm gonna day. buy a car there on Tuesday and then I'm gonna drive it into Lake Michigan. All right. Hey, I I to the attitude. You should probably drive it into Fox Lake. It's much closer. Fox Lake. Okay. Yeah, although it won't sink. A little too shallow. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, do we need a wellness check on Ray, by the way? He was texting us during the game. This pain. I wrote him back, pain and bold. This was a painful one, man. This this, yeah. this one this one hurt. It, it really did. Yeah, I know Corey Wooten, our guy. Um, he'll be giving his thoughts tomorrow night on Bears After Dark. He said uh, that Bears game was bad. Way too conservative on the last two drives with gun runs. Defensively, two back-to-back 70 and 80-yard scoring drives you give up. Terrible. Charles Barkley boys. Yeah. Terrible. Did, well, I think that just falls under what Hogue was saying at the start. Woods echoing it. Losing football team does not know how to win football game. You found you, you, you found you found a way to lose. That's how, what happened. How much you want to bet Matt Eberflus is talking about the positives right now as we speak? <laughs> are you watching oh, I'm Twitter? Sure he had a long list of 56 minutes of positives, which, by the way, are a little bit false. Because as our guy Herb Howard points out, Bears only had 10 points off of four takeaways. Not good enough. That's that just can't that can't happen. Uh, Jalen Johnson missed two opportunities for interceptions. Um, I thought the second one was a drop too. You were a little more wishy-washy on that. I feel like you got to break on that ball and make that play. Ball was short. That that one I can't put on him, but it's fair. I mean, if you're looking for good news uh, today, not a whole lot of it out there, but uh, we do have teams. We have Carolina losing again, 33 to 10 to the Cowboys, not even in the game, one and nine. That's good. And the Giants, a two-win team, is now a three-win team. They beat the Commanders 31-19. to Tommy DeVito. There it is. Let's go. That was a big one because I wasn't sure that the Giants would lose again the rest of the year. Winning. You mean winning again, but yeah. Or I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. Tommy DeVito was Now they might not lose again. Tommy DeVito, 18 of 26, 246 yards, three touchdowns, did not throw an interception. I think that one's going to end the uh, Rob Rivera era. Does Rob Rivera get fired tomorrow? Literally everybody beats the the Commanders. And the Giants and New England play play each other next week. Because that's the only silver lining from today's abysmal loss is the fact that somehow the Giants won and moved to three wins. There's only – there's the Packers won, so they moved to four wins, pushed them further and further away from top five opportunity. And like I said, now there's only two – two lost teams remaining with Arizona and New England, New England playing New York next week. So, you know, things are lining up that the bears are going to have number one, number two, or number three, which any of those three spots is a great place to be. If you're a bears fan. 
All right, we found some positive today. That's good. Oh, I'm, I, I, I had the Look, Red Zone channel on all day. I, right back to loser bears land where well, we're, we're not, looking. But the number one pick or number two, whatever, no, but I'm being that serious. has nothing to do with the Bears. No, but they, what does have to do with the Bears? They can't figure out how to win a football game. We're just going to keep living but in this the, world, the bears draft another quarterback, hire a new coach well, over and over and over again. To me, I think, like, we've talked about this. And when you talk about Justin Fields and his chance to be the quarterback next year, We've said on the show here last week, the best case scenario is is that Justin Fields is the quarterback next year, that he shows Ryan Poles that he's the guy here these last seven games, balls out, they don't draft a quarterback. That's the best case scenario. Now, what the most likely scenario, we've all kind of had different perspectives on that. And I think Justin Fields showed me today because I've given up on that dream. I gave up on that dream a month ago. I was like, there's... No chance that Justin Fields can be the quarterback of the Bears next year. Today, he showed me that there is a light to the end of that tunnel. And I know, Hoke, you've been saying for a while that that is a possibility. He shows me what he did today. The rest of the year, I'm starting to believe it. So his numbers today, 16 of 23 throwing the football for 169 yards. Touchdown, wasn't intercepted, sacked twice. He ran it 18 times. For 104 yards, which is 5.8 yards per attempt, and he had a 29-yard run. Quarterback today. rating of 105.2. I think that's a ties a career high in carries, by the way, too. So we're back to this is what he does best. We're going to let him run the football and not worry about whether or not he's going to get yeah, hurt. But, I, but like Hoke said, I felt like the way he was passing the football today was showing things that he hasn't done. Like I'm not saying isn't capable of doing, but he showed more from his passing arsenal today than what the numbers will indicate rolling to his left, throwing a dime ball laser throw, uh, you know, in stride at one point, a sidearm throw, you know, through, through the teeth of the defense, stepping up in the pocket, pressure coming in his face, delivering the ball over the middle. He was doing those things today. Well, and that's exactly why he is our DraftKings king of the game today with those numbers you just mentioned 16 and 23 169 yards um you know if there's one complaint you typically like a little bit more i don't know tommy devito just threw for 200 and however many yards you said yeah but when you have 104 rushing yards sure they, they outgain the lions i don't know what they did by the end of the game at the after those last two drives but um they held the ball for bait. They were they were doubling the time of possession for most of the game. Lions at three hundred thirty eight yards. The Bears at three hundred thirty four. So right at the so, but think about what that was until the last two drives. Yeah. I mean, it was at that that line that you're looking at right there was absolute domination until those final two drives by the Lions. But you know that's why you play sixty minutes. You got to play the whole game. It's just really frustrating that forty you know, minutes and twenty four seconds the Bears had the football in nineteen thirty six. I mean that is it, it is it, it is hard to lose that football game. It, it's really hard, but. It's when what were they doing for those 40 minutes where they had the ball? They were letting Justin Fields be Justin Fields and they were letting him move the sticks. And Justin Fields was doing that and he wasn't turning the ball over and he wasn't taking sacks. The last sack was the only one of the few times that I had a problem. As I mentioned earlier in the show, I thought there were two plays where I really had a problem with Justin Fields, the missed deep throw to DJ Moore early in the game. And then that second sack he took, uh, which was actually the first sack. Now I think about it, because the second sack had to be the strip sack at the end for the safety, right? Yeah. So it was actually the first sack. So think about that. He went that entire entire time until the third to last drive before he finally took a sack, and the check down was there. 
So for the first time in the whole game, it was like, oh, that's the problem that they've been having with Justin Fields. But it really didn't show up until, except for that one play. Meanwhile, the touchdown throw to DJ Moore was outstanding. Him of being elusive, stepping up, throwing that on the run, on the money. Um, and then, but here's the problem. Like th- these losses have to eat him up. Like he knows he's got to get over the hump too. And and if I, this is one of the few times where if I'm him, I'm like, I did literally, literally everything they asked me to do in this game. And then they didn't let me go out there and finish it at the end. And I would be incredibly frustrated if I was Justin Fields. I mean, I don't think that I'm the most confident person on the planet. I think I've got a good level of confidence. If I'm Justin Fields going home today, if I'm him, I'm trying to put myself in issues. I'm feeling pretty good about how I play. I am not, I'm not taking this as something like I failed. I, there's a weight on losing, but this guy's trying to establish himself in the NFL as a player. And if I'm him and my head's hitting the pillow tonight, I'm like, all right, I'm back out there. I played, I ran all over the place. I threw a dime to DJ Moore. We should have won the football game. I threw a dime to Tyler Scott. He just stopped running. I want to kill him. Like that's, I mean, I think he, I think he probably feels, and if I, if that connects, then he's well over 200 yards on the day. Like I, I think Fields feels, he's certainly not going to lose confidence over this performance. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, we've all had our questions about whether or not Justin Fields is going to be the guy going forward. I, th- some of these guys in the chat, all due respect. I, I don't know what more you expect out of him. Yeah. He had 273 total yards of offense over 70% completion percentage. He was making all the plays. He only threw 23 times total. I, if Tyler Scott gets under that ball, gets more yards, whatever. But I just think, especially when you consider the fact that he's been off for 35 days, he's going up against one of the toughest teams in the NFC on the road. And his hand clearly is still bothering him. He's playing through it. He obviously opted to not take any kind of surgery. He's you see him stretching his fingers out. Like this guy's showing toughness. He played well. I just don't understand how bears fans can sit here and be critical of him today. Today is not that day. Is he a flawed quarterback that has things he needs to work on and get better at hundred percent. I'm not saying otherwise, but today, today is not on Justin Fields. And anybody saying that has an agenda. What a day for David Montgomery playing against your former team. 12 I got all those yards at the end. They had him. Yeah. Oh, right. When they mattered the most 12 <laughs> carries for 76 yards over six yards, a carry scores the game winning touchdown. I ch- I'm choosing Detroit because I like what the lions have going on. And I want to get out of Chicago because I'm tired of losing is in essence what he just said. And now he did show a lot of toughness and he got the win to drive and, and right. I mean, he honestly, Willed, willed them to victory at the end, just the way he was breaking tackles. Does that look like somebody who's going to nice go, go home and do what you said and feel good about himself? Okay, so is this on the screen? No, okay, no, Pat. it's not. But okay. Pat Finley tweeted a picture of Justin Fields, and just to, I don't, we don't even need to show it. Just picture Justin with his hood up and as sad as look, possible. I'm, I'm not saying that he's thrilled with the day when he when it's from a team perspective. Obviously, the, the losing. When you've gone through a three and fourteen season, you got the number one pick, and you've been hurt, and you've won one football game all season long. It's not gonna, it's going to wear on you from a team perspective. But as far as his own confidence and his play and coming out and, and being able to win a football game, I would hope that he would feel pretty good about everything that went on today. Back out there, played through the game, dealt with some stuff, made some big throws. Losing sucks, but I'll be ready to go against Minnesota. I mean, Monday night football. 
where you're on the primetime stage, opportunity you can't get- hide from the things you need to get better at as a coaching staff, as a team. Opportunity to get to four and eight. Woof. Could have been five and seven. Five and seven in the hunt. Five we and seven. We would have made the in the hunt graphic. We, we could have made the in the hunt. hunt. Oh, my God. We were right there, man. We were almost in the hunt. Guys, we have like 40 and I chats. thought And I thought the turkey was going to ruin my I just, Thanksgiving. I want to read this one real fire away. <laughs> it's from Jake Flanagan, our fearless GM. Jake Flanagan did a super chance? Yeah, he said, best case scenario is Justin Fields is a player coach for the Bears next season. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's make him the OC. How about that? Fields and Flus together again. Oh, God. I'm losing my mind with this team. I'll take a whiskey and coke. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, 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 I just, this, this, I hate to say it, that they're a, they're a bad losing organization. They're what the Lions used to be, and everybody just needs to accept it. What does that mean? I've accepted. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know I, how, but I was shocked they lost. Like that was my takeaway. I was like. How am I shocked this happened? But I am. I'm completely see, I, see, that's what I don't stunned. understand. Because every time the Bears get in a situation like they did today, my my instant reaction goes to how am I going to do the post game show after they blow this? I'm being serious. Because do you know how many going back to Hogan, uh, the Hogan Johns, all all the post game shows we've done there? Do you know how many of these I've done? It's unbelievable. How many times I have done a show where I'm like cannot explain yeah, how this they just lost? Actually, a lot easier when I was just plastered leaving the game and then I didn't have to do a post game show. I, I, I it, behind the scenes peek at Braggs, the dude sat there, had a, had a nice time. He was, he was quiet all day long watching, you know, his extra on his other, other computers, watching other games and he's calm and he's, he's in his phone. To people and, and then in the, in the last minute, he's whining and screaming at everyone in the bar and yelling at the television. Yeah. The, the timeout. He didn't timeout, understand yeah. why flu's called timeout. He wanted, he wanted the Lions to take the lead with no time left on the clock. I didn't know what was happening. I was in a sheer panic. I, he I was talked to me off the ledge. As soon as you get into a first and goal situation and you're on defense, you immediately start losing your, you start using your timeouts because if you get the stop, you win the game anyway. But if you don't get the stop, you need I to was have just time. Thinking it from the t- standpoint of were they just going to run it or would they clock it, move to second down, which would have taken away one of their downs to win the game. Right, but God forbid I expect my team to hold the line. Yeah, I know it, that that was a little bit of a unique situation that the Lions were out of timeouts at that point, right? Right. Yeah, so it was a little different, but still, you're clocking it. You still have three shots to the end zone at that point. You would have I second, third, call, fourth down. I did call to Steven, our our producer over here, help, helping us out today, that they were going to run it with Jameer Gibbs on that down to get it to the one because. That there was like 30, 38 seconds left on yeah, the clock. It's a good call. And it was sec- it was second and two. And yeah. I was like, man, this this feels like a spot where they could surprise them with a run and they got down to the one. Then I did start to panic about the timeout and started yelling at Hope. One of Fields' comments in the postgame, if I'm keeping it real with y'all, we should have won that game. That was from Patrick Finley. That's a shot. That's a shot across the bow to who? Ten dollars to Joseph. But to, on that note, I I, I know he would never do it, but I would I would not blame Justin at all if he got up there. Do you think he's talking about the defense or he's thinking he's talking about well, the Well, if coaches? he called out the coaching again and then they made him 20 minutes later come back and talk to the media and take it back, um, it would be totally justified today for him to do that again. 
Okay, we don't don't ever bring him back out again to apologize. Let, let <laughs> well, not that let, part. Let, I'm just let, saying. Let, let the guy speak. Well, that's, yeah. that's where it's like the same thing with you think like that's how... coaching or, or the defense. It's coaching. Both. I think he's just. I think he's including everyone. Honestly, and this is I think what, he's including. This is I think where... he's including the offense. I think he's including himself. I don't know, maybe not even himself, but I think he's including Tyler Probably. Scott in that. I don't think that's a shot. Well, that's really anyone. This is where I think about Justin Fields in his position. Like some fans talk about, oh, I want him to be the quarterback the next five years. You, are we even sure Justin Fields wants to be fair to the Bears in that way? Because I know he's looking at this like I, there's people in our chat going, oh, he's six and twenty-eight in his career. He's yeah. got to be looking at it like you guys have tarnished my reputation. You've taken my resume and dragged it through the mud. Let me ask you this. If you if you took Brad if you took Brad Holmes, the Lions GM, and uh, into a room right now with Dan Campbell and you put them both on a lie detector test you, and you ask them which quarterback would you rather have, Justin Fields or Jared Goff, after this game, what do you think their answer would be? Right. It's Justin Fields. Agreed. And I'm sure they love Jared Goff and they probably, you know, would die for him on all that. And I guarantee you they'd still say Justin Fields. Dollar ninety nine from Andrew Sullivan. Fields definitely improved his trade value today. <laughs> well, that that goes to my point that we argued about earlier in the week. Like, even if they lose here, there's 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 no scenario in which you should be rooting for Justin Fields to not be playing well. Because even if you lose, you send him going down a different road. It, that, that is a fair point. Like, his trade value matters. If you're gonna do, if you're gonna which go was, that route, which was Carm's best best scenario, right? Wasn't that your best best scenario? That remind he played me. well and like, the Bears. Like best Tom, case scenario was that Tyson Bajan played no, the rest no, of the season. No, no, no. Then we doesn't remember what he said. said sure, he plays well. They lose every game, but he plays yeah. really, right. really and, well. And, 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 and they upgrade the coaching staff. Right. Sure. Fields reestablishes himself as the guy. The Bears are in a lot of tight games. The defense falls apart in the end. Does it in incredibly painful fashion, like they did today? And the quarterback is—we all know that he's QB one. And and Ryan Poles has to make a tough decision with his coaching staff and tries to find somebody that can take them to the next level. Sure, I, did I don't see. know, but I, it, it it right now it doesn't feel good. It it feels terrible. Maybe I just get too hung up with the chat, but you know what? These are people that tune into our show, and I I just cannot for the life of me understand people being critical of Justin Fields today. What did you want him to do more of? I don't what, what, I honestly do. I literally think the it. only place that anyone is complaining about Justin Fields is in our chat. Well, well, they, they have 4,000 Bears fans watching our show right now. No, and I appreciate that. But, and we appreciate all of them and hit the like button and all that. But, you know, that's a lot of Bears what, fans. So they're talking yeah, and I'm paying attention. Name, and I am. I am just completely befuddled by some of the takes going name, flying through there. Name one of the takes, and let's respond to well, it. Well, here's this is actually nine 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 from Caleb Strait, who actually is defending uh, all the people that are jumping on fields. He says the thing that bothers me is Jared Goff can have a sixty eight QBR with two hundred thirty passing yards and three interceptions and win. Fields has a one hundred five QBR and two hundred seventy three total yards, and it's his fault. Like what? Right. Correct. Uh, they didn't lose today because of Justin. I want to know what people are complaining about. Yeah. What, what's the complaint? What, 169 yards, six and 28 record. Yeah. Okay. That's just bad math. He had 273 yards. Correct. The over under on fields is total yards today was 251. I thought long and hard about playing it and I didn't. And I kicked myself not for playing it. He was, if you were for total yards for total yards, yeah. 
250. I, I, I looked at the, the, I think just for passing yards, it was around 195, like I want to say. Like when I talk with Bears fans, that's just where you lose me. You got to be fair to the conversation. We've, I've kept an open mind more than a lot of Bears fans willing to talk about, you know, these quarterbacks coming out of the draft and the possibility of one of them becoming the quarterback. But when Justin Fields has a game like today, you have to acknowledge it. And if all you do is deflect and say all this stuff to try to discredit what he did, it shows me you're just trying to, you know, have a confirmation bias and an agenda to your opinion that you refuse to come off of and not look at anything with okay. an open mind. Let me just give you a little bit of a tip here. You are not going to be able to change Twitter or the chat. Or I'm what. not, but I, I enjoy talking with Bears fans. I, I, I don't care if it's at here at the bar or at the a tailgate or in our chat or on Twitter. It's it's not just Twitter. I think you're a little not, overly not, obsessed with, I'm you know, not, that it's, uh, there's this, you no, know, I'm, circle I'm, of I'm, Twitter. I'm, all I'm saying They're is, Bears fans. I don't care where they are. All I'm saying is if it's my guy right here, this amazing couple there, Crystal there, yeah. it's the chat there. Twitter, people. Does, does anyone in this bar right now think that Justin Fields played bad today? These are the real people. The real people need, are we here. Don't, we don't need to worry about what people with their fake avatars and, are saying. And you're everyone. These decided. are the real people. EV Warrior isn't a real person in our chat. You, you're allowed to have your opinion, EV Warrior. You, you, <laughs> Sorry, EV. You'd be the best EV Warrior you can be. I wouldn't worry about EV. EV's doing his thing. Hogue. You know what you need to do tonight, Greg? Well, yeah, Greg. You need to work on your flooring. You do. It's embarrassing. You, you need to get your mind off football. You need to call My- Empire. Empire today, up. and you got to be ready to go with shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation and a low price guarantee. That's what Empire today brings to you. The best place to get new flooring. Don't worry about those copycats, Braggs. Don't okay. worry about those cat- they're, they're gonna, cats. They're going to give you prices that are lower mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. are trying to be cheap. They cannot beat Empire in quality, service, and speed. They advertise those low quality products that Empire will not carry. Empire's an original, so are you, Braggs. Well, you should get That's Empire. True. You're a legend just like Empire. Is. I'm gonna need carpet from Empire after I throw up all over mine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean, so you know, that's right. If you threw up on your carpet today after watching this Bears loss, let's get get yourself some new, brand new carpet for when the Bears are good from Empire. That's right. Is that in the read? Yes, it is. Use their virtual floor designer, and you can find the exact spot uh, that you want to throw up after Bears games. <laughs> no service. Empire services uh, their own warranties. If you ever have an issue, just call Empire. They service the warranties themselves. You won't have to track down a manufacturer's phone number. They make it nice and easy for you. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code C-H-G-O. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash C-H-G-O for details. And can you believe it that we're this deep in the NFL season? I can't believe it. The Bears just fell to three and eight. I want it to be over. We no, you don't. We want to. We want it to last forever, and we want to make every second count because it will end. And do that with DraftKings uh, Sportsbook. You can make the most of every game day. Thank you, DraftKings for making me a little wealthier today. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five dollars on any matchup. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now. Use the code CHGO. 
New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 bucks on the NFL only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text 8 or text 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. Connecticut, help us available problem gambling. Calling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boudou Casino Resort, Kansas, must be 21 or older, most eligible states, but varies by strict jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and states-specific responsible gaming resources. Eligibility and restrictions do apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. God, you're good at that. Yeah, yeah, it was a loaf. I didn't like it, but pretty, pretty solid. Yeah, pretty solid. Um, all right, before I get to some more super chats, because I don't I just don't want to forget about this. And I don't know if this I feel like this is the eighth time I've gone on this rant. Eighth time. Here we go. Uh, since CHO started. Um why is it that the NFL officials will not protect him. I, don't I know. do not understand it. I know for a fact that every time this happens, the Bears send the plays into the league. Is the league just responding with the middle finger that they don't care? Or is they, are they saying, okay, yes, we'll look into this or we'll work on it, but then they get to the game. And I don't know how many more times Justin Fields needs to slide down Give himself up. Honestly, he should stop sliding. I've gotten to that point. Why should he slide? Because he slides, he still gets jumped on. He still takes a hit. So then why he might as well just keep going forward and, and create contact himself. It would be safer. Yeah, but then he'll get fined like running backs do for lowering their head. There you go. I, I like it, 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 it three times in this game, and you could see Getsy and Flus getting more and more upset each time on the sideline. I do not understand it. He does not get the same calls. It's like he's too athletic for them to understand what's going on. Like it's happening too fast or something. That's a reach and a half as at an explanation, but I don't get it either. But all three of them were normal slides, right? You slide, you're giving themselves up. They're not allowed to hit you. Maybe he's just too fast and too skilled. They're like, this guy's not even a quarterback. He's a wide receiver. He's a running back. So we're not going to call it the same. I don't know. It's, it ain't great because one of those times he is going to get dinged and, and that is going to suck. And so he should be protected like everybody else. Hello. I, I, it's just, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the league. It doesn't change. I don't understand it. And I'd love an explanation at some point and we're not going to get it because all, because if flu says anything and, and honestly, this is a time where as a head coach, I take the fine. I publicly Make an example out of this to get more attention to it. Take the fine. You owe that to your player. It'd be a good in the foxhole with his quarterback move for him to do that. That's Fluce would never do that, but he should. Not his game. I Man, hope he... the Fluce had an opportunity to come. He was the Fluce was the most relaxed Fluce of all time on Friday. And by the way, I did ask the question in question six. Did, yeah. you, did you see that? Yeah. Where was Phil Snow today on the last two drives? Where that? Listen. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Where is Phil Snow? I asked him about Snow, and and he, I mean, the smile on Flus's face <laughs> was enormous. Well, well I just, so Sylvie, my guy Sylvie here put this out, and this is pretty staggering. From Doug Coletti, since 1932, no NFL team with a plus three turnover margin and 40 minutes 
of time of possession had ever lost a game. Teams were 48-0 until the Bears lost today. Historic loss. Yeah, that's what it felt like. I believe it. You can throw any you, – you honestly could throw any stat like that at me, and I would believe it. They could, they, they, that's out, they had no business losing that game. I don't know why the, 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 the sack is not a turnover. It is. He's saying that's what they had at the point where they were winning. Oh, at the point they were winning. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Or is that updated? It was that's, seven minutes ago. I mean, they. The, 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 the oh, it's not. Yeah, it's the, not. A, the the official box it, score is safety. Yeah, it right? goes out as a safety. It's not a turnover. That's what I was asking yeah. you earlier, where I was confused if that was considered a turnover or not. How no, is the not. safety not considered a turnover when you so had the ball it, and quite literally turned the ball over to them? It's a technicality. Where they get two points and the ball back. We're in a football yeah. technicality. Bottom line, they should have won the damn ass game. The damn ass game. Uh, the Duke 1999. Flus has to say something. It's at best an implicit bias against him for being a highly athletic dual threat QB. At worst, the refs need to go through racial bias training. I said what I said. Yeah. I mean, I, everything's on. I mean, I don't know how else to explain it. I know if Jared Goff slid and the Bears jumped on him, it would be a penalty. That's what I know. And again, I'm going to I'm going to say that again. If I'm mad at Flus, I get to the podium tomorrow and I'm asked about this. I go in. Well, I go in. I take the fine. I, I don't care. I'm backing up my quarterback. Everything they're teaching him to do, he does, and then the, he still he still gets jumped on over not just once, but three times, and doesn't get a single flag out of it. Well, forget about it, the press conference in the game, Flus. You can get off that sideline and be in the middle of the field, and you can be screaming about it. Well, there was one point where they were mad about it, and I I disagree with you because you don't want to get a flag. Uh, Fifteen. Then fine. Granted, it's not my money. Don't don't, don't do it. I, I on would the say field. The, the price of getting fined for complaining is way more worth it than giving up a huge 15-yard penalty in the moment that could kill a drive. I, I can't disagree with that, but I still I still just from a personally enjoying the moment, I'd love to see him just lose his mind right there. I would. You're right. Pick it up that, a that would be a trick up a sleeve. That we're would, not expecting. Yes, would flus, or just you don't necessarily have to get fined. Just just follow the official up and down the sidelines. And just I don't. I, something's got to be done. Somebody's got to advocate for Justin. That would. It's it's upsetting how much how much punishment that he takes that other quarterbacks don't. I'm so close to taking Braggs's phone away from him. Yeah. Lawrence, do you have more Super Chats? Oh, do we have Super Chats? We have so many Super Chats. Uh, let's just start with this. For $19.99 from Javen Terry. Why does Bajan get to be pedestrian in order to get a win, but Justin has to be superhuman and put up 30 points? Our defense is trash whenever he starts. Find this man a new coaching staff, whether it's here or somewhere else. Uh, just for the record... But this is my point when I said they should get him out there against the Panthers. Because this wouldn't even have been that close of a game against the Panthers today. Now we've got to deal with this whole idea that he can't win a game because they were playing a really good football team in the Lions and they couldn't hold on. And it certainly wasn't his fault. You can't be that micro about your decisions, though. He wasn't 
No, that no. My argument was that's why if I'm Fields and I'm Fields camp, I'm doing everything I possibly can to get out there against the Panthers. I understand, but that but, was my argument. And he was doing it. It's not like he didn't want to play. He was out there slinging it during the week. The doctors didn't clear him. I'm going to believe that. If he if he hadn't played well against the Lions, I would have co-signed on what you're saying. But since he played well, the Bears won against the Panthers. I don't really think like today's loss isn't on Justin Fields. So. No, I know. It's just going to the point of the super Like chat. giving him a win. Yes. Hogue wants the QB to be getting some confidence, so some boosts. Or a win. Just on his resume. Yes. That's how he – that's right. That Not even be. confidence. He clearly has confidence. Well, right. But winning games, coming out of it, you feel good. You, you get to enjoy the night. It all settles in. It's a good marination. Tonight, he's going to sit there, and him and Uno are just going to stare Uno. at each other. Love Uno. Uno the dog. Is, uh, doesn't he have a second one named Duo or something? That don't sounds right. Know. I'm not sure. Though. I don't know. Ben Wonder, like 1999. Fire everyone tonight. That was an <laughs> embarrassment of a game. It's not a QB problem. It's a coaching problem. Put Flus and Getsy on a rocket and send them to the damn moon. Tired of losing this way. Yeah. You're hanging, You're hanging out with that Obradovich too much. Those are the exact words he would say. Look, they're not. I, I'd be shocked if there's a coaching change before the end of the season, right? We're all on the same page. No, we don't yeah, need that's to not discuss happening. that. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we don't need to discuss that. Logan, ride out $20. I'm tired of Getsy running up the middle at the wrong times. He did it back to back when it was vital for us to extend possession. He needs to go. Next what? one. I Mark Murphy, 1399 Canadian. Mark Murphy the, from the Packers? Uh, no. Uh, Fields haters rejoicing right now is a joke. JF1 balled out, let yeah. down by coaching and a couple of rookies doing rookie shit. Scott can't stop that route, and Wright just got got on that safety. That was bad. He got beat. Aiden Hutchinson did, did a, actually a really good job against a really good player for 99.9% of the game, and then that happened. Again, though, a nice job by Darnell Wright to preserve the cover. Outstanding footwork. <laughs> The way he was able to get back there and swiftly kick it out of the end. So that's what you want out of your first round draft. Chicago Fire might need to look at him. They might need a striker. Chubbs, 82, $20. What? Yeah, Chubbs, 20 bucks. 20 bucks from Chubbs? Yeah, listen to this. The GM deserves to be fired too. The GM has made bad decisions and the team he put together has done nothing but set bad records. The players he brought in have mostly been bad and the guys he lost or passed on are dominating. Chubbs. Chubbs, it's interesting that you bring that up, Chubbs. We did a poll earlier in the week, and nobody, only 8% of Bears fans didn't pay attention to me, at least, and there was a lot of votes on that. They wanted wanted the GM gone. I don't... Did you make them pick one? I, these are the options that you can have. You can have a coaching change. You can have a change with the offensive coordinator. You can have a coaching change and a GM change. Or I forget what my last one was. And most people picked just coaching change. They did not want, they did not want, and they, Bears fans feel comfortable with Ryan Poles. That's what I took out of it. Yeah. I, I'm, you know that I'm a big proponent of Ryan Poles. And I understand the mistakes he has made with Chase Claypool and that obviously being the biggest one. You know, Bayless Jones being inactive, Dominique Robinson. You know, those, those are definitely tough looks. Um, but I do like the position he's put this franchise in for the future to, you know, try to fix some of these issues. Having Carolina's first, no, the first 
you know, no, the first round pick is was a hell of a move, you know, and I think going into this offseason, that decision he makes is going to be what we remember Ryan Poles as between the coaches and the quarterback. That's how we're going to define Ryan Poles' career as GM. It's fair. It's fair. Icy Mike, 1999. Unbridled mediocrity. Three playoff wins in my lifetime. That's a quarter century, folks. All the opprobrium slung at this franchise has earned. Opprobrium? I don't know what opprobrium is, but whatever. Uh, our suffering is Sisyphean. I gaze into the abyss, but there's nothing <laughs> peering back. Well, that's a super chat. Opprobrium is harsh criticism or censure. There you go. Quote, yeah. his films and the critical opprobrium have been generated. They have generated. Yeah, kid. The bears are opprobrium. Bears on Kauai. This is a two-parter. That's how much fun this one. I want to go to Kauai. First one was uh, four ninety nine going to Puerto Rico. He's got he's got plenty of things here. Number one, Fields is good and holds the ball too long. Number two, nice to see a coach know when to do a two point conversion. Number three, sweet day for Monty. Number four, the dumb pack one. Yeah. Number five, fire coaches. I got to scroll down here. Number hold on, there's more. Oh, there's more. There is more. Uh, I just got to find it. Number six. This is another four ninety nine. Will a late hit on Fields ever be called? No. Seven. Was the hit on Patrick dirty? Yes. That's a good yes. Question. Well, it wasn't really dirty because they. I think the player thought the play was still going, but the reality was it wasn't, and it's a late hit. So dirty, no. Penalty, yes. That's not the, a blindside hit? I, uh, he wasn't going towards his own end zone, so no. It's a weird sudden change situation. Lucas Patrick, this is unfair. I thought it was a late hit. I thought it was an illegal block. Yeah, it's only blindside when you're facing your own end zone, though, and he was facing offense faces that way. So he was facing the wrong. Uh, the just right to way. finish up for Bears on Kawhi, he says, I'm, I'm going to keep trying to bear the F down. So disheartening. You can do it, Bears on Kawhi. I believe in you. And if you can't, you're in Kawhi. Uh, Hawkeye, no. $20. Yeah. A lot of really good positives to take away, but three and out in the fourth quarter with a chance to drive down the field and put the game away by running it down the line's throats twice. Throw the football. Love you guys. Go Bears. I don't even care if, like, I'm not just, even about throwing the ball. Just right. put the ball in Justin's hands. Give him Do the option. More creative. Remember at the beginning of the game, all the sprint HD outs. Dive right up the middle. Sprint outs, rollouts. Give him the option where he could throw it. It's an easy read. Either toss it or take the run. Stay in bounds. Like, that's, direction that's the, versus <laughs> I, I vowed that I wasn't going to get into like each play, but you're right. More creativity. Let him try to win the football. It game just doesn't it. have to be a straight run or a straight zone read enough. Syed Jaffrey threw us 20 bucks to say, Ugh. at least the show is cathartic for bears fans. Keep the losses, keeps the losses somewhat tolerable. Thank you, Sian. I'm glad it's cathartic for you guys. I feel it's, good about it. And I, it doesn't help me. Uh, Richard Budnick, our guy Richard Dude, Budnick. That, that is a lie. Hogue is being helped by talking through this. We, no. He appreciates you. Uh, Richard clearly no. an Ohio State guy. He has decided to use X's wherever there is an M in his super chat. Okay. He says, can I get an OH from the fellas watching? My Absolutely God, loving Buckeyes and future bear Marvin Harrison Jr., Take on the losers, that team up north, and spawn of Satan Harbaugh. Braggs is right on his Thanksgiving take. 
but give me 10 years of fluce over half rot. Least shocking thing ever that another that a Buckeye would hate Thanksgiving. We have a lot of people on my side. Name four. Yeah. Steven doesn't like Thanksgiving. Steven. Oh, and never mind. He likes it. Yeah, don't you don't you put, don't that, you put that evil on him? Everybody in here, who thinks Thanksgiving food sucks? Raise your hand. No, no one, not a single person raised their hand Except because for you, you dumbass. That is, the, that is the worst. Literally, it might be the worst. Like, you, you offended that fine woman across the way. She's looking at yeah. you like you are you are the devil yourself. Oh. She already started working like on her stuffing. food. You don't like Thanksgiving food, right? You love no, no, Thanksgiving food. No. She likes it. All right, he loves it. He yeah. loves it. He's an idiot. And he is an idiot. All right, <laughs> worst take I've ever heard on any show ever. Yeah. All right, turkets. Oh, Stop and it. we're not allowed to, you know, I'm not allowed to acknowledge anyone in the chat because they're not real people, but there are people in our chat. You're not a real person. What is, you don't like Thanksgiving. What is this, succession? Not real people? Yeah. Uh, Edward the First, our Brazilian friend. Uh, that's $20, 20 Rao or whatever it is in Brazilian. Sorry, I don't remember. It's sure. the Bears now that need to convince Justin Fields that he shouldn't sign with a less dysfunctional organization. Well, he's not a free agent, but yeah. He's not leaving. He loves it here. He loves Matt Eberflus. He loves Adam Hogue. He loves DJ Moore. He loves $20 from Larry Strickland. Positive. Sweat got a sack, and Stevenson got a pick. Tyreek Stevenson's pick was that awesome. Was nice, that was a nice that pick. Ball was, that ball was zipped. That was a hell of an interception for a DB. I didn't like that one tackle he had where he went low. I thought he would concuss himself there. Did he get there. benched, by the way? Or did, well, maybe that was it. Maybe he was. He had his helmet, though. But Terrell Smith was playing for him later in the game. Where he had that tackle on the second to last drive. I said, I didn't notice that? that he I don't know. There. I Kevin Fishbane tweeted in the second half that Tyreek Stevenson was out. Terrell Smith was in. And Stevenson had his helmet still on the sideline. So it wasn't like they took his helmet away from him. I don't know. I wish somebody would take this helmet and hit me over the head with it. Okay, I we will. can work on that. D2B Cody, 1999. We aren't even talking about any of this if we score more than 10 points off turnovers. Yep. Seriously. Sure. That's fair. That's Duke, fair. Another 1999 from the Duke. God, we love you, the Duke. He says, if you think Caleb or Drake couldn't have could have saved that game, you're delusional. What are they going to do with two scared run calls and a bad route? I don't know, but Caleb Ouch. might not meet the media. <laughs> Was it that big a deal? It was his last chance ever to do that. It was his last chance. Do they not have a game next week? Uh, no, I think no, that's it. Why do they not have a game next but week? The point, that's our bye week is the last week? Weird. The points off turnover is always a good point. I mean, they had an opportunity early in the game to really assert themselves and, and have a, a formidable lead. But again, people saying, oh, well, Justin Fields didn't do enough. He can't throw it and catch it and get yards after the catch. Tyler Scott fumbled the football, which killed the momentum of that drive. That's true. Do you have Seth Crane over there, Lawrence? Uh, do I have a Seth Crane over here? Uh, you're now calling for Super Chats. I am. I, apparently, I think you spent $100. What? I'd love to hear from Seth. Really? Yes. Uh, I will have to look for that elsewhere because I don't see it in here among all my Supers. Uh, but I will go with this one for the moment while I go search. Joseph D'Amato, the Bears are officially the former Detroit Lions, losing a winnable game in the fourth. What the F? Yep, they lined it up today. Uh, Vincent Mutulo, 10 bucks. Give me Brian Flores. I'm sick of soft football in Chicago. I want my monsters back. 
That's an interesting name. Here's another one. Brandon Matura, another $10. Next hires. Andrew Luck, quarterback coach. Offensive coordinator, coach uh, Drew Brees or Peyton Manning. Head coach, I love this one, Mike McDonald. Does he mean Mike McDaniel? No, Mike McDonald. The uh, Isn't that the Ravens? I thought he meant like, shine sweet freedom, shine your light isn't on Is that the Ravens? The you series? are the magic. I can do whatever I want. It's Michael McDonald. He's the best. <laughs> and he said, what do you think about linebacker coach Lance Briggs? That's that's a lot of names. A lot of names. He's the defensive coordinator, Michael yeah. McDonald of the, of the Ravens. Uh, that one, if they imagine firing Flus for another defense coordinator. That's not. That's going to go great. What are people going to understand, though? It's not that they're hiring an offensive mind. It's not that they're hiring a defensive mind. It's that they're just hiring the wrong people because the wrong people are making new hirings. Well, that's the most encouraging thing going forward here. You would think the people that are in positions to make hirings now are way better than what we've had in the past, right? You're, I mean, you're just assuming that about Kevin Warren? Yes, I okay. am. And Ryan Poles. Well, Poles I'm, hired Flus. Yeah, but that was different because they had already. In, yes, but they had already. In, we don't have to do this every time, but like they had already interviewed him. Hey, you can hire you who you want, but we really like this guy. Would it be cool if you liked him too? By the way, you guys have the same agent. Like it just, it wasn't completely clean. Uh, I, I don't think that they. Uh, my understanding is that the people inside House Hall actually preferred Jim Caldwell. Flus, they were not forcing Flus on polls at all. You're telling me that. That's worse. That's scary for what I just said. If you're telling me that they I were know, like, that's huh. why I was saying what I was saying. Okay, so he can't the, get the, the coach right in. Oh, don't do that. The, 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 <laughs> the flu thing, in my opinion, if you're going to go down that road, had 5% to do with the fact that they had already been, they had already interviewed him and 95% to do they had the same agent I started, as Ryan Paul. I started doing this show with you last September and today on November the 19th, you're telling me that, that inside the, uh, the house, all they wanted Jim Caldwell? Yes, he was one of the other finalists. What's Jim Caldwell doing right now? Let's try him out. Not for, coaching. Let's why don't we try him out for the rest of the season. Get, <laughs> get, get. We found They found snow. They can find Caldwell. He's probably he's on a beach somewhere. He wants to come back and prove what he can do. I still think Dan Quinn would have been the best of the three. But Mike Grom, nine ninety nine. If the first question Eberflus at tomorrow's presser isn't about Getsy's job security, then what are we even doing here? So tired of the cookie cutter responses from this staff. Yeah, no, but they don't have cookie cutter responses for what they want to see out of fields. You know, it's yeah. always the cookie cutter crap for the coaches. And anytime I could eat a cookie. Anytime, oh, yeah. Do they have cookies around here. Anytime. They're asked about what went wrong in a game. It's never about what the coaches can, can do better. It's always about how the players can execute better for their genius scheme and their genius play calling. Because God forbid they ever take any kind of accountability towards any of the mistakes or shortcomings that this team has. We don't have cookies. We got donuts. Huck Finn. South, uh, Southside staple. I had to, had to go staple. there this morning. Got some good ones. Uh, Quinn Anderson, nine ninety nine. Maybe we need to have more rookie report card interviews. Shout out, Carm. Uh, after giving himself a C, Stevenson had an interception and a forced fumble. Good plays from some of our rookies on D. There you go. Hey, Tyreek was awesome on Friday. Tyreek's been awesome every time we talk to him. It's a great answer he gave you. Truthful, humble. And then he went out and delivered an interception. 
you I mean, turn Tyreek Stevenson's I mean, look, around. That's where we really need to get to. I have enormous impact around the Bears locker room. Well, why don't you go talk to Justin? I've talked with Justin. I've he knows who you are. You're the Tyson We Bajan did fan stand with guy. Fields, and he threw eight touchdowns and one interception. We changed uh, the entire season around. No one has more impact on the Bears than me and us. Damn it. Okay, Joseph DeMond. Did I already say this one about the Bears being the new Lions? Did I already get that one? I think I did. He said oh. the Bears are officially the former Detroit Lions, losing a winnable game in the fourth. Yeah, I did say that one. Never mind. Let's lose that one. Next, what do we got next here? Oh, boy. That's apparently. That's we're looking for it. We're looking for it. Yeah. Uh, Dollar from Rye Shy 7, 10 bucks. Out of every QB in the NFL that's had multiple game-winning drive opportunities the last two years, Fields has the worst conversion rate in the league. It's a passing league. Rushing won't win a Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to talk about what you're laughing at? Because now that you've no. done that, you might. No, have. we don't need to bring it up. Okay. We don't need to bring it up. I think we do. No, we don't. Okay, good. But you know what? I'm going to take everybody's hilarious from everybody. Yeah. Take I just love that that's. A real thing that just happened. Okay. Uh, uh, we, why don't you ask Seth what his super chat is, and then you that just was my, That was my next move. Okay. I don't know how to get directly to Seth. I'm talking okay. to Seth. Basically, Le- let's do a little technology uh, I'm doing. I'm talking here. to Seth Liaison. We, if Seth writes me on Discord, I'll read it. Before the stream started, so I it didn't save in my super chats over here. So saving is if he soup. could just tell us what it is without actually super chatting, he could just hit at me or something yeah. in the old uh, in the chat. There's a thousand uh, comments. Meanwhile, Nicholas Moreno is in the building. Do we want to go to him yes. now? Do you want to do ads first? Do you want, no, you, let's go. To, let's go to Nick. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's get into Nick here. Let's get it. There is Nick. Hello, Nick. How are you, Nick? What's up, you guys? Can you hear me? Uh, loud yes. and clear. Loud. You sound and lovely, clear. Nick. We can hear you better than Dan Feeney can hear the snap count. Nick, take us in the locker room. Was that the most depressed locker room you've been in this year? Could you tell a difference? Because that's not necessarily easy to see, but maybe it felt like that today. No, I, I don't think it was any. It wasn't any more depressing than some of the other losses that the Bears had. You guys, um, you know, they almost become used to this. I would, I would think, but it wasn't any more depressing then look the broncos one was pretty tough you guys but this one topped it a little bit but I, I didn't really notice too much of a difference yeah see that concerns me that, that's good that honestly that's concerning to me this is a this is they're the, used to it they're just used to it that's why they don't win though because they're they're used to it they just expect it to happen instead of having some type of leader close those doors today and start l- losing their mind over it and and you know having a that type of moment, which is probably a more appropriate reaction to that type of loss. There's just, nope, nope, it's the same. Uh, which, of course, we're not blaming you for, Nick. We're just, that's I'm uh, blaming you, kind Nick. of disappointing <laughs> here, quite frankly. Um, what about Justin? I did see a, some tweets showing uh, how sad he looked, but what did he have to say about this? Uh, and I don't know, was there any blame being thrown around at all? No, I wouldn't call it blame. So everyone knows, uh, obviously, the the third down shot to Tyler Scott that Justin and Tyler, they disconnected on. He did say that on that play, Scott had 
obviously the cornerback beat, but he kind of misjudged the ball. But Tyler Scott said the exact same thing in the locker room, you guys. So I wouldn't say that he's throwing blame at Tyler Scott, but he did acknowledge that there was an opportunity to make that play. And if they do, Justin said it himself, like they probably sealed the deal there. Like they sealed, they're able to get away with a victory. But, you know, he's a young player. He also said he's going to learn from this moment. But, you know, Scott just misjudged the ball, didn't keep his stride going. And you miss on a huge, huge play at the end of the game. I mean, what were the thoughts on the, the final three offensive plays of the game? Run, run, pass that leads to a punt. I, I can understand there was an opportunity there to hit Tyler Scott, but I had a bigger issue with the first and second down calls that led to, you know, hoping for a home run to hit. Like they needed to hit a couple singles or a double there and they couldn't pull it off. Yeah, it just seemed like it was really conservative. Like they were playing to to not lose the game by not wanting to throw the ball. And, you know, the second down play was a, a read option and, you know, they, they hand the ball off to Herbert and obviously don't get much on it. So it just seemed like the the Bears, they lacked their aggressiveness towards the end of the game there. And you almost felt you felt that momentum shifting as the Lions were able to make plays and, you know, when they needed to. Like the Bears won this game for about, what, 55 minutes and lost in the last five. So it just felt like very conservative on the second down call. Mark was talking about this too, where it looked like maybe Justin could have chose to keep it. Did you get a perspective on that? Yeah. Justin was asked about that play and he said, it's just a a read option, just a handoff there. And it was for sure a give read and how the lions are playing in their base formation. Their ends are a little bit wider than usual. So it's going to be harder for him to get outside that, but it, it was just a give read on that one. Uh, highlights from Flus, lowlights. I, 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 I'm struggling to even imagine what he could have said after this game. Yeah, guys. So I actually didn't get an opportunity to uh, hear what the Flus had to say um, after the game. Just trying to get kind of a perspective from a little bit more of the players. But guys, like it, that could have been one of Eberflus's like best victories as a Bears coach. And it turned around so quickly to be arguably the worst loss. Like I, how it ended being up what they were a little over four minutes in the fourth quarter and to lose that game is it, it's so discouraging. Nick, any conversation that we haven't brought up to this point that. Well, what about, what about Jalen Johnson and, uh, and, you know, missed opportunities there. What did he have to say about those? Yeah, so he said on the first one that he wasn't able to get both of his hands on the football. I would have to go back and rewatch that that near goal line, you know, pick six because it kind of looked like Jalen Johnson had a good opportunity there. But he said that one and also the the missed interception on the line side of the field, both plays that he can make, and he knows that easily it could have been 14 points that he should have had. But, um, again, missed opportunities and – it just kind of when the Bears could have made more more plays, and they did throughout the entirety of the game. They were making a bunch of them, but like those, you look back at it's like, oh, you settled for field goals in the fourth quarter. You couldn't capitalize on interceptions at the end, or when you had opportunities to. But uh, it all comes down to executing, and you know we've always heard that after every single Bears loss. What happened with Dan Feeney and Justin when he got out there? Feeney and him had a moment. Nick, do you have any understanding of that? I know he spoke to Feeney. Yeah, I was able to talk to him for a little bit in the locker room, you guys. And he just said that him and Fields were off right when, you know, he gets thrown in there after 
Lucas Patrick leaves the game. So I think that, um, you know, they just needed some time to figure things out. And even afterwards, it was a little spotty at times, but he felt like they got into a better groove once they kind of kept getting some snaps together and were able to kind of get in a little bit of a rhythm. But Dan also said they really liked just how the offense was moving the football. And obviously in that fourth quarter, you, you want to sell for touchdowns and not field goals. Get touchdowns good, settle for a field goal bad. Yep. Nick, were you in for the Matt Eberflus presser? He no, he already said one. that. He okay. was not. Next. Uh, <laughs> Khalil Herbert. Khalil Herbert. What do you got in Herbert? Look good, Nick. Yeah, Khalil Herbert. Um, He was kind of pulling a, a Marshawn Lynch and just kind of every single question, it was with the same response. And it was basically, we need to learn how to finish. After literally every single question, we need to learn how to finish. You just got to finish. Um, just got to find ways to finish. And I felt like that was uh, the main theme for a lot of the players. Is like they, they knew that they realistically should have won this football game, but still just need to learn how to finish. But well, that's I what Will Herbert literally said every single time. Well, I mean, Justin Fields, you know, the quote floating around social media is he said, I'm going to be honest with you all, we should have won that game. I mean, to me, I think that's fairly obvious. Of course, they should have won the game, but I think him saying that, and a lot of Bears fans feel this way, is that that was calling out the coaching staff in a in a subtle way. Yeah, I mean, there was just things execution-wise to you guys down the stretch where, like, the defense giving up, you know, you know, two touchdowns in in, in four minutes there. Like, you just got to find a way to get off the field, find a way to, you know, make the plays in crunch time. And that's what TJ Edwards was saying, um, at, you know, after the game, got a chance to talk to him. It's like, you know, they were – he even said it too. It was very similar to what Field said about, like, we should have won or we should have beat them. Um, but it's just they did not make the plays when they needed to, you guys. So I don't know if I, I see it as a, a shot to the coaching staff, but – a lot of these players looked at themselves like, how do we not, you know, win this football game? I don't think the coaching staff put them in the best situations at times, especially offensively, but defensively, like for them to lose the way that they did, to give up the yards so quickly, you, you got to find ways to, to get off the field. Nick, when you were sitting there watching it, when did you realize the Bears were about to lose? Did it take you to uh, get, you know, the, the lines down to the one yard line? Well, this is going to end well, or was it before that? You know, it, it probably was near towards the very end. I'm like, there's no way in hell. Like, I was tweeting out. I had the bold prediction right in the preview show. Like, looking good. I picked the Bears to win. And then and then that happens. And so I think it was right when, you know, before David Montgomery was about to score. It's like, yeah, I knew. I mean, was- so, Nick, you jinxed the, the, the entire thing. You, I don't, you I don't think them. it's a jinx. I got to give Herb no, 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 and Nick no, and, and the no, people that had no, the temerity no. to pick the Bears to win. They had it. No, he, they had no, it. They right. were wrong. No, he picked no, it. No, they, they had it. it. No, the coaches because look, screwed them. He, he, just no, like if we're gonna go down that, no, if we're gonna pick. go down that road, he the, picked it and then he and then he tried to he tried to spike the ball before he was right, and that was the jinx. And Nick should be fine, right, Nick? <laughs> Wait, what? What's spiking the ball? What did I do? Tweeting? You tweeted in the middle of it. I told you that Fields was gonna have over a hundred <laughs> yards. I told you that. You it's dunked, just a bold prediction. You, you dunked on your 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 prediction about before. rushing yards. Not that the win. Not about the win. Yeah, but guess what? He actually lost when Nick tweeted that. He Stop said it. that Fields had 107 rushing yards. You know what he finished with? 104. 104. It is Nick's fault. Nick, you're yeah. not coming back. You're staying. You know in what? It's kind of nice here. It's yeah. not too bad. 
He's the only one I've ever seen who likes going to Detroit. We're going to have him work with Benetti. He's gone with Jason. Wow. Him and Kyle Long have this bromance. You know, we'll send those two to Canada. By the way, are we going to just talk about the Brooks Boyer thing at any point, or that's just not going to get any legs? Not here. Not now. Well, I understand that, but like, like even like locally, that story came out. Great job by Jeff Agris reporting it, and then it's just gone. Nobody knows what you two are talking about. Exactly. That's kind of the point. And Agris has got to get me into the top 20. Okay. Then we can go deep on his reports. Nick, good job. I'll let you come home. Braggs won't, though. No. Nope. Can I, I bring John home or, or no? John's What's that? walking by here. Is John's allowed to come back? Or <laughs> I don't Chicago? even know why John's at the game. I didn't even know he covered the oh. team anymore. Wow. Well, there he is. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he knows. I said that. He's soon, Hogue. Oh. <laughs> By time you show up by making an appearance on CHCO Bears. Oh, oh. Hey. I would yell that out, but John's is kind of going going away now, so I'm not going to yell out what what you said, Braggs. When he comes All back, right, I'll let him know. Bye, Nick. We love you, Nick. There he goes, Nicholas Moriano. Follow him on Twitter at Nicholas Moriano. Read all his coverage at allchco.com. If we're going to talk about which predictions were right, how about the one that said the Bears would play well, but until they figure out a way to show they can win games. It's foolish to pick them to win games. I was shocked they played well, and then I was shocked they lost. So I clearly am just shocked at everything that occurs and have no idea about this football team. Somebody else can we can... clip that and just pin it on our profile? You can come up yes. here and do the rest of this show because <laughs> I'm a complete idiot. Uh, I, I... <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get to some of my notes. We got more super chats too. Oh, we, you know what? We got another ad read. So, so many, let's, so many super chats. Let's do that. Um, as I, nothing I love more than when I'm phased out of the ad reads. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. Um, <laughs> not phased out of this bad boy right here. Varsity coolers. I'll hold the cooler. I'll hold the cooler. Yeah, but cooler. put your head in the cooler. Cool. Take a time out. Cool. Cool. Cool your head off a little bit. Uh, that is right there, the perfect bag for game day. Varsity Coolers will have you set for game day and beyond with the best portable cooler and weekender duffel around. That's right. It's both of them. They have team colors. There's a cool map on the bottom of that thing. Landmarks. It's like Vanna White over here. There you go. Yes. A lot better looking. Well, when I Vanna think White. of Greg Braggs, that's what I think of. Vanna I'm a lot White. better looking than that. Vanna White. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, it doubles as a cooler. It's waterproof and double insulated. And then also you just wipe it down, dry it off. It's a travel duffel. Yeah. Perfect for a little weekend trip. Fits in a golf cart, which is clutch. It also a carry on on an airplane. You can fit at least two heads in this thing. <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe not yours and Carm's though. <laughs> hello That's a perfect holiday <laughs> gift. 21 teams represented, so they're perfect for any football fan in your life. Built to show up in style to a party or repping around town. It can also be your gym bag. Look at this zipper, the way it just it's just seamlessly open. Yeah. It closes seamlessly. Carm, I can so just soft. picture you carrying that in the midtown for your next tennis match. That's right. Put that thing down. You've, I got my tennis bag and this bag because that's what the good players do. They have we don't bags. have the bag man here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to break this. Good idea. Head over to varsitycoolers.us. Use code CHO at checkout for 10% off your cooler. And when you put that bag on your head, you might want to take with you a Goose Island. CHGO supported by Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer since 1988. The beer, there it is. 
the full pocket pills, the three one two weed ale, the beer hug yeah. family, the Oktoberfest, crushing that three one two weed ale in the fall season. Here, grab an ultra fresh brew exclusive beer at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown, Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. Thank you to our friends at Goose. All right, a few notes I want to get through, uh, and then we'll get to the rest of our supers. Probably say goodbye after that. Um, amazing first drive for the Bears. They got Fields on the move. He was running. They got a moving pocket. It's everything you want them to do with Justin Fields. They did it even beyond that. So shout out to Luke Getze for at least all of that early on and well into the game. They just that, got away from it. Later. Isn't that the like peak Luke Getze, the first drive where it's all scripted? Yeah, yeah but it continued. it continued. It continued. They they did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I get your point. But ten points off four turnovers. Um. Uh, Fields had that wrap around his hand. He definitely was shaking it at times. You could tell he wasn't 100%. He was like stretching it at one yeah. point. He also, his middle finger was bleeding. Did you see that? I, I, yeah. Someone said that. I never saw it myself. But, yeah, so I, he was having that issue. Uh, I actually thought it was drop. I'm going to watch the tape on this one. I thought his drop was slightly quicker. So if they worked hard on that. Well, that's what everybody was talking about in that video that we put up during practice during the week was look at his drop. Oh, I didn't know. He learned that. that from Bajan. Oh, maybe he did. Um, deep shot to the end zone. Got to give more at least a chance to get a hand on it, make a play on it, and he had no chance. So that's just a bad throw. Uh, absolute killer, not getting any points after Tyreek Stevenson's interception. And then Trenton Gill really annoyed me by putting that punt into the end zone yep. for a mm. touchback. Yeah, uh, it's got to be better there than you. The Jalen Johnson dropping a pick six, just a huge momentum swing there. Could have been a 14 point swing, uh, and instead the Lions score on the very next play where somehow. You have Jameer Gibbs lined up on Dylan Cole with Sanborn out of the game. I need an explanation on that one. I don't know if we got that after the game. Um, and then why is it that – so the first two Lions touchdowns, you had that first one, and then the second one, you have Amon Ross St. Brown lined up on Tremaine Edmonds. So why is it that other teams can create their ma these matchups with their best skill players, but the Bears can't? How come you never see DJ Moore lined up against a linebacker? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good scheming, and uh, you'd love to see that. But they were side. they had trips right, and then they put Amon Ross St. Brown all the way on the inside, so that created the matchup against the linebacker, and the Bears didn't adjust to it. So that's just uh, underrated play earlier in the game. Remember that third and twelve conversion by Justin Fields, where he made that uh, escape the pressure and then threw the ball like sort of like off platform. To DJ Moore, who then sidearm, he dumped it down to Moore, and then Moore broke like three tackles to get the first down. Remember that play? Yep, phenomenal. That was huge. Uh, that was late Just in the second dragged. quarter. Well, you're kind of combining two plays because I'm not. You might be in your head. No, I'm I not. promise you, you are. I'm talking specifically about the one where Justin Fields um, was getting pressure and right at the last second dumped it down yes. to DJ yes. Moore. Yes, and then Moore had a guy wrapped around his ankles, which he got off of, and then he ran forward and got across the first down. So mark. you are correct. I'm talking about two different plays. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What that else. was a great play. Yeah. Everybody was talking about DJ Moore, but I was more focused on what Justin Fields did there. But well, that's the thing. You got to get the ball. You can't take the sack. And that was a great example of him not taking a sack, just getting the ball out. I wish he had done that later on that the second down play late in the game. But he ended up picking that first up down. First down up anyway. Um, yeah, the Tremaine Edmonds missed tackle. That was huge on that second to last drive. Uh, and I didn't. I that was when Goff got flood because we had a little bit of a the signal loss for a second. Was that 
that was uh, when Goff got out of the pocket, and you're like, how did he get out of there, right? Isn't that no, what he hit the dump. He hit the check down, and Tremaine Edmonds had an easy tackle one-on-one, I think, on the running back, I want to say, uh, and he just completely whiffed. Okay. Because then there was another guy that missed the sack on Goff at the end. He ended up throwing it out of bounds right at the end. Oh, I know. Yeah, the were, throw away. Yeah, but, I don't know who that was. But that was a dead-to-right sack, and I don't know how Jared Goff got out yeah. of there. Uh, anyway, I was thinking in the moment, Jack Sanborn doesn't miss that tackle. And then the next drive, Jack Sanborn was in the game for Jermaine Edmonds. So I don't know if Edmonds got banged up or if he was benched. But just thought that was interesting. Hogue notes. There you go. I like it. Stepping in for car notes. Uh, I will step in for the super chat for Seth Crane uh, for a hundred dollars, which we lost, but we've now refound in our discord Seth saying, I don't know what to say. How do we know he's telling the truth? Yeah. What if he Maybe didn't really he spend hundred dollars? Maybe, Maybe you, don't, you, you don't, no, honestly, I, I swear to God, it was there. Yeah. And then I hit start the show and it disappeared. Okay. I swear to God. I, was yeah, I, don't, I know Seth, not really, but I believe him fully because he's a diehard and we love him. Uh, I don't know what to say is what Seth's telling you. I had a full notepad of good things, a Tyreek coming out game, Dexter getting smarter at every level of the team. Dex got the big pop on that one pick. Right. Yeah. Big good. Dex had a good day at the bottom. I wrote, don't coach scared. You can't take the, this ball out of fields, hands. And they did just that. The staff doesn't know how to win. This team did everything to win, and an inexperienced staff lost it. That's what I'm saying, because everybody goes 6-28 and 28 for fields. If this team had a better coaching staff, what would their record be this year, Adam Ho? Uh, they'd probably have two more wins. They would have only won. given them two? They would have won today, and they would have beat the Broncos. That's the only ones you're giving them. You're not going to give them the Packers or the Bucks. They weren't in the Packer game. The no, better team the is prepared. You could, you could no, those. The Packers suck. They should not have gotten whooped by the Packers. <laughs> is my point. Well, I agree, but that's not. You can't barrel. You can't narrow that down to individual coaching decisions. I'm not just talking about games that were won and lost by one play at the end. I'm talking about a better coaching staff being able to beat the teams they're yeah, supposed to. I beat. understand your point, but I think you're overlooking the extreme lack of talent they still have on this roster. Greg is right. If they had a good coaching staff, they would be undefeated. I'm just going <laughs> to, I just want to meet you. In the, no, I just want to meet you in the middle and say more than two. I'm going to say three. You what want three more game, wins though. Greg I wants, just gave you two at least. I know. What's the third Vikings, Packers, Bucks. Vikings, Bucks. You got to give them one of those. No, take no, the I Packers know. out. It's a bad the argument. Bucks game, they weren't the really bad argument. It is a bad argument. Viking, they got killed. You're a bad argument. Good comeback. Vikings <laughs> or Bucks, they could have won both a Saints game. You could have. You What's up yours? Again, you're you're just paying attention to the scores. I'm just talking about. Right, you're talking about overall philosophy. Yeah, yeah, the good yeah, coaching yeah. staff would have yeah, them ready to play awesome. opening day, and they wouldn't have gotten. Yeah, smoked. and then you're like, oh, they'll go undefeated. I didn't say that. If Bill Belichick was the head coach, they'd have seven Listen, wins. You said. Thank it. you. Thank you. That's right. All right, now. You, you didn't say oh, fine, not undefeated. You meant to say six and two, three, whatever yeah. the fuck six wins would be. <laughs> okay, Crystal Simone, <laughs> uh, our lovely diehard, who's in the audience again. She super chat was much earlier. This was when Braggs was yelling about firing the staff. She says, "I agree, Braggs. Replace them. I just don't like it." Thank you, Crystal. Thank you. Yeah, my it's, favorite. It, it's hard to like what's going on right now. That is. The understatement of the year. But 
We fussed around because the future is bright. I got to wear shades. Okay. Let's uh, go. Yo X 499. I think that we should keep fields and get rid of Getsy. Keep loose for the defense and just build around him. The D choked, but the need is play call. The problem with that is bringing in a new coordinator and hey, buddy. Sit down with Justin and see what makes him tick and figure out what's going to work. And not the easiest Lorenzo, to climb. $13.99 Canadian. I feel like I'm in a fever dream. Anybody who blames Fields for that loss today is insane. The coaching stuff sold that game in the last five minutes. What a shame. Agreed. Ethan Rucker, $9.99. I just got out of the theater and saw the Bears were up 26-14 with three minutes left. Put the game on my phone. Excited to watch the Bears win. My Bears win. Should have just watched the movie credits instead. Ouch. You know but, what? And I, well, I have a couple questions about that. You were in the theater during the Bears game. Come on, Ethan. And also, you're the reason they lost. Then. Come yeah. on, Ethan. Because Ethan. you turned the game on. And Ethan then they and Nick Moriano, reasons the Bears lost. There we go. Definitely never the coach's fault. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Brian Marshall, 10 minute or 10 bucks. Uh, the clock at the end of the first half. Incomplete pass with seven seconds left. Clock runs down. Resets to 20 seconds. Lions touchdown. What happened? Wait, can you repeat that again? He said that the clock at the end of the first half, okay. there was an incomplete pass with seven seconds left. The clock ran down. They reset it to 20 seconds, and the Lions scored a touchdown. I think there was something glitchy going on. There was Because there was another one where we were watching on the TV, and it like went down to 19, and then they cut to a replay. When they came back, it's at 33. Right, yeah, because yeah. on that one he's yeah. asking about, it was an incomplete pass, and the clock kept running. So yeah. they reset the clock to where it should have been off the incomplete And the pass. other one, he, the guy ran out of bounds, and the clock was still running. And so I don't know if they were just having an issue with the clock in the stadium or on the TV or what. But, yeah, I don't I don't think there was anything fishy there. I just think that something wasn't going right. Let's blame Adam Amin. He, he works at Fox. Okay. Why not? Yeah. Uh, Cornell okay. Bryant, 999. To say the Lions would take shields over Goff is just major glazing over a guy – who's only won six games in three and a half years. Yes, he's more talented, but Goff is just better at quarterbacking in this league. Yeah, I okay. We were talking about that earlier. I, I was I'm not I'm not on board with that. They're, they're not getting they like Jared Goff up there. Jared Goff's played fantastic here, for them. Here I think is an interesting thought too. It the Bears play the Lions in a couple weeks, right? Well, get to do it again. And Great. this team is terrible about adjusting. You they have they've always shown this here the last two years. So now you have an opportunity. You clearly had the lions dead to rights. You know, the lions are going to make adjustments in two weeks. It's at your house. This time fields has now got a couple games under his belt. You should win that game. It, get the same. Uh, I'm gonna, right, we're going to try something new here. Guys. I'm going to have a hard time mustering up enthusiasm yeah, so we're for that try. game right now. We're, we're going to have Lawrence read five super chats in a row without anybody responding. Yeah. I, see, I love that right. idea. Cause we, we have, have 30. Idea. Yeah. Great. Let's go. Uh, Lawrence. Seth, Seth just threw, threw us another 20 bucks to say, thanks, guys. Hey, bag boy, I don't lie. So there's that. <laughs> who said that? Wait, who Seth said Crane. that? Seth Crane. Crane. So you're not supposed to talk. You're already failing at this. Night 6776. <laughs> well, we knew I would be this. Someone explained to me how the top or the two top QBs in the draft could have won the game with this coaching staff. If we get a new QB, we need new coaches. That's a hard agree for me. Uh, let's go to the top here. These are all like $5. This is Miles Walker. Eberflus is the worst coach in Bears history. I'm only 26, but he feels like the worst in my lifetime. This loss hurts. Shouldn't I Shouldn't I be numb by now? Hashtag Eberflus. Oof. Wow. Jackie Umphrey, five bucks. I watched the 85 Bears Super Bowl. I was 10. It's been terrible since then. 
How did they let this happen? The last 159 of the game, and what the F was up with the game clock? Sure. Brandon Hallford, uh, five bucks. Brandon! Johnson wants to be one of the top paid DBs in the league, yet he drops a pick six and could have had another interception. He doesn't make the big play. Nick sells ATL. We chose a defensive coach who can't defend over a coach to help fields. We shouldn't discuss draft or QBs until we figure out the staff. No pick helps us. Ouch. Sam Jones, the third. Detroit knew that Getsy was going to run the ball, and not once did they put JF1 under center and ran play action. They're all clueless. That could have been about his thumb. Uh, Eli Grimes. I think we should keep Flus and Getsy as the first half coaching staff and hire a separate staff for the second half. College of coaches, let's Different go. Different plane tickets, too. Flus can leave at halftime. I like that one. Brags for second half coach. Yeah, we get it. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Rye shy seven, one to one TD to turnover ratio, 169 yards and 10 drives. Half the fan base, quote, he's the greatest QB of all time. Yes, fire coaches, but he's not a $25 million a year quarterback. Eh. Uh, Esteban M, five bucks. Carm, still hating on fields is hilarious. He wants absolute perfection. This game isn't close if Bajan plays. Okay. We coach like Howard's late. Stop reading that thing. That's okay. ridiculous. No You're one not allowed paid. to talk. Wyatt. Thomas, <laughs> why are our kick returners fair catching kicks inside the 15-yard line? Let it go. Man, I thought it was the 10 myself, but what do I know? Miles, again, only thing Eberflus is good at is securing the top draft pick. I'm 26, but at what point do I become numb to the pain? Okay, he's doubling down on that. Brian Marshall, the record tells you who you are. Uh, another five bucks from Brian Marshall. Eberflus is a grown man doing everything right, but Justin has to be evaluated with a microscope while also having the game taken out of his hands. Uh, David Stand Walsh, 499 pounds sterling. Justin had a good game. JJ missed two picks. Scott stopped running on a big completion. This is not on the quarterback. Michael Renew, 499. Hogue, we know Flus is a bad coach. He has yet to win a divisional game. He constantly gets out coached. His defense gets shredded on third down. He's bad. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Mark Gauthier, uh, I believe it's his anniversary, right? So this staff needs to be fired tonight. That'd be an anniversary gift for you, Mark. They're not getting fired, Code, and you know it. Nathan Johnson, $5. I think the overall reaction to this game is off base. They showed heart in that game. I was honestly happy to see a competition with two good teams. Oh, there it is. Now, that's the type of guy that I need in my foxhole. He will find the positive. If there's just one bit of oxygen left, that's our only breath. He's going to find a way to well, make it a good breath. I am going to interject here for a second, though, because we were that close to doing a completely different yeah. post-game show. Yeah. By far the most joyous one we've ever done here at CHGO. Do you, do you want to, you know, that's how close we were. And now all I'm thinking about is if the Bears lose out, they'll have the number one and number two pick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and who are we going to get to do anything so, with it? Because our organization is stupid. So we do instant reactions after the game and we write them, you know, in the last couple of minutes of the game. And, you know, basically we're hoping that the game's going to finish up the way we thought. You want to, should I read what I wrote with like three minutes to go? I mean, you could tell people to go to allcsshow.com. Well, no, this is no, this what, what he would have wrote. Oh, I had to write second. I had to write a part two. Oh, see, that's this a the, that's a rookie move. See, yeah. I didn't I didn't start writing because I I knew maybe it was maybe I jinxed it. Covering this team for as long as I have. You just threw Nick Moriato on the bus. You jinxed it. All right, let's read your jinx. This was the jinx. Raise your hand if you thought the Bears were going to beat the Lions. Keep them raised. You thought the Bears would control the game and look like the better team for the majority of the day. I see. 
no one. Justin Fields could not have played much better as a return to the field. Matt Eberflus got his first win against an NFC North opponent. Don't look now, but a win on Monday night, and the Bears will be, quote, in the hunt. Oh, God, wah, we have a Monday night wah, game next. Wah, it. And that's... Did not make it to print. All right. Vision, $5. We're a spineless organization. Justin should hold out the rest of the season to stay healthy for himself. Floos is a lassie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Keldon McCombie, 499. JF isn't the problem. Even if he got stripped at the end, there's no reason he should have been in that position to begin with. I heard these coaches. How about this, though? Can we not end a game with a quarterback getting sacked? Like, that would be just very nice to do. I'm telling you. Every time. No. We just it's it's it, our games end. no chance to go down quarterback game quarterback the first play too. Amir Smith Marset ripped away from him. Like we didn't even get that moment of hope. They just literally hit us over the head right. with a bullpen. Right. Can he do it here? Like the it's miracle of all Merton. No, he can't. One play dead. Darnell Wright's playing soccer. Their first round pick beat our first round pick. Styles G five bucks. What when an opposing coach at halftime emphasizes who they must stop? Fields, fields, fields. That says a mouthful. Vincent Mutolo, Mutulo. Uh, this, my guy. Yeah, the staff is an apps. They care. They coach scared to lose instead of to win. Uh, Ethan Rucker. Can I get a go blue in the chat? We'd be lucky to have Harbaugh coach the Bears. Can't wait to beat the Buckeyes again this weekend. Oh boy, are we going to be hearing from people on both sides of that this whole week? I don't know why. Brendan Henderson, five dollars. Silver lining. Offensive line looked great, made it clear to prioritize a wide receiver like Marvin Harrison Jr. or neighbors over stressing for O-line in the first round. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, DJ Spawn, five bucks. Defense should not have a day off after that performance. Five dollars from Jason McKenna. I never hear people say how much Edwards sucks. Edmonds is calling the deep plays. Even Sand God is better. Paul sucks and Edwards sucks. Ouch. Wait, TJ Edwards? I, yeah, I He's guess. like uh, borderline Pro Bowl season right no, no one said Jason's right. Jason just said okay. that. He's right. not great in coverage. Everything else has been fantastic. Uh, Richard Budnick, 499. How do y'all feel about Edmonds? I think we overpaid when Sand God is him. Also, how many O-line combos have we run through, and do you, who do y'all think stays? <sighs> That's a good question. That's a good answer. <laughs> Adam's <sorry. laughs> a good answer. Nate Davis, Braxton Jones, darn all right. Keeping Braxton, huh? And Tevin Jenkins. Maybe, maybe four. Keeping Braxton, not drafting a left tackle with one of those two top 10 picks? Depends. I'm not afraid to upgrade. Depends. A lot of moving pieces. Will. Interesting. Dan Evans, five bucks. The Lions were who we, th we thought they were. Crown their ass. You know, I was thinking about that Baldy clip that we put out yesterday. Brian Baldinger saying that wide receiver would be the last position yeah. he would draft. He made some unbelievable points in that video, you know, because he's really good at what he does. I rewatched. I'm like, this is really like some good points here, including like the Vikings going five and zero without Justin Jefferson. And when the video was over, I, I I said that was really well said, and I'm still drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You like because who you some like? Guys, some guys are just different. It does. I don't care. And it goes back to my argument that I've been saying with the Lions: just stop overthinking things like that and just draft the good players. Don't come up with reasons not to draft Marv, Marvin Harris. You could do that with any anything. Like and again, great points made, and he's probably not wrong. But if I have a good player like that staring me in the face, and I have the pick right then, I am drafting him. 
Justin oh. Fields plays like he did today, you add Marvin Harrison to that offense. Well, and he, it's not Tyler Scott trying to run underneath that ball. Well, that's a great point. And it might even, not even be the same route, but both Fields and Eberflus said after the game that the first read on that play was DJ Moore. And the safety went that way. So, okay, safety help went to DJ Moore. Who's open over here? You've got to come up with a better option than Tyler Scott. Right. It was supposed to be Chase Claypool, and he has one catch for the Dolphins. Uh, now he's hurt. Knee injury, Claypool. Great. All right, Goff, uh, this is from Cornell Bryant. Goff always sucks versus the Bears. Still better at quarterbacking than your guy's favorite. Uh, okay. Uh, Crystal, another five bucks. Thanks, Crystal. Uh, please stop saying Carm does not like Fields. That's not what he's saying. Thank you, Crystal. Yeah, he. Yeah, it, you've it, actually been very supportive of Fields in the show. I mean, the nuance that uh, is required to understand my Fields take—I don't think as much, but it's—it's it's, it's it's somehow it's getting lost in the water. Well, before they blew the game at the end, I was prepared to start the show by giving you a three-week suspension from saying the words Tyson Bajan. I thought Bajan was great. Did you see him on the sideline? No, I didn't. Tapping. Did, did you see that? He gave DJ Moore one of these. It was great. See, that's Listen, what I'm talking about. That that's what you should not be able to do. No, see, people people need to relax. I'll mute I am on I'll mute you. Like, Don't make me mute you. Like Crystal, we are on Team Bears. We want to see the Bears win football games. And Justin Fields playing well, which he did again today, which he's done a million times, which I've said over and over again. We know who he is. There, I don't need to see a tryout. If you have a better option that you think is out there, go ahead. If you get the number one overall pick and you think Caleb Williams is going to be the next Peyton Manning or whoever. But if not, then, okay, let's roll the dice and, and let's let's lean into a guy who's going to continue to get better and has an elite skill set. I, I, that's that's my take on the QB, period. Right, final four super chats. Okay, MR89, 999. The Bears are inventing new ways to lose. The Thomas Edisons of losing. That's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> maybe that's the spin zone. Maybe we, we should be giving them credit instead of all the different ways you can find a win game. Thomas Edison Dude, sucks. You think if you were one of the first people on earth that you would have <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell guy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. That's why they fraud. I, I know we got to get out of here, but I just got to ask this question. No, oh, you, great. If, if you were one of the first people on earth. Well, part of Final Four, didn't you understand? <laughs> You, not even your ability to interrupt is one of the greatest abilities in all of podcasting <laughs> history. There's no one better at it. If you, if you were one of the first, you know, thousand people on earth, do you think you would have invented, say, the chair or the table, or do you think you would have been eating like out of your hands? Like I would have been eating dirt and nothing. And then Graham Bell came up and he and he and he made a move. He got things done. Hogue, I could see you as a guy that would have invented the table. Next super chat, please. Yes, we just muted him. Okay, Brandon yeah. Matura, five dollars. We have two of the top thirty-two quarterbacks. Number fourteen is Fields. Number twenty-eight is Bajans. The D second youngest in the NFL. I leave it at that. Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, I would have invented electricity. Franklin <laughs> O'Neill, two bucks to say the execution is the problem. PP and JJ dropped the picks. If I okay. was one of the first, they would have already had the internet. And you already had AI. Finally, Al Gore. And finally, Brandon Lawson. Monty scored the game winner because of Braggs. All Braggs, lol. Yep. Do you think he said F you Braggs when he got in the end zone? Oh, I hope so. I did. That's really unfortunate. All right. Well, like we always do here, we find ways to have fun despite the brutal losses. That's right. I don't know how we do it sometimes. I had a great time. Just like I don't know how the 
Bears find ways to lose games like this one today. But uh, I have bad news for you. It'll probably happen again. No, we're going undefeated the rest of the way. Undefeated. The next one is on Monday Night Football. So... I uh, had a great time here at Uncle Bud's. Thank you for everyone Uncle with their Buds. hospitality. Shout Uncle, out to Uncle Bud's. Shout out to the Zawaski family. Tip your bartenders. Cole Komet, 10 catches with Bajan, 6 catches with Bajan, 5 catches with Bajan. Field comes back, gets 3 catches. It's unbelievable. Good Lord. Follow us on Twitter at CHGO underscore Bears. Follow me at Adam, at Adam Hogue. Braggs at G Braggs Junior 23. Thanks don't, for coming out, you guys. We the appreciate support out you. here was amazing. Yeah, don't follow Thank Carm. you guys at the Carm. If you want the best coverage. At Law on the Draw for Lawrence Benedetto. Thank you for Steven for coming out too and supporting the show today. We really appreciate it. Great crowd here during the game and uh, a lot of diehards out here. Always good to see you. So, hey, Bears fans. We'll be back tomorrow at noon. <laughs> we, we, like, we, we, we would like to apologize for what you had witnessed Carmen, in the, la- in the last three, three minutes of the game from all of us here. We know it was tough, and we appreciate you, you hanging with us. You could just let Hulk finish the show. No, I, you, I, you end the show. No, I, I, I'll end it. We all city like the mayor.